Hello, everybody, and thank you for welcome to the Fringe. Uh, tonight, uh, we've got Aaron over here, and we've got Chris. And, Hola. And uh, we've Ooh. got uh, Eric uh, in Arizona, and uh, <laughs> I, I myself, uh, Dax, here tonight. Uh, tonight's subject, you guys all voted on it. We're going to be talking about the paranormal. Um, a lot of things to do with the paranormal tonight. Anybody that uh, just wants to uh, chime in and talk, by all means, chime in. Uh, we love banter. If anybody's brave enough to call in tonight, oh, um, call in. Call in. Yep. Uh, we're actually calling this the pilot episode. Um, we're calling this season one, episode one. <laughs> and uh, hey, Craig, thank you. Yep. Yeah, and thank you for those that came back that really? are returning. Yep, thank you guys. Uh, last week it was all about how we got into it, and it was kind of uh, behind the scenes. Uh, this week we're actually going to get down and dirty with a cut with the uh, subject of uh, the demonology, um, paranormal, parapsychology, um, anything else. Uh, we always are up for stories, local lore, um, things like that. That um, uh, you know, spooky ghost stories you tell around the campfire. Um, that that's that's why these things get started and that's how we wanted to be here so anyway um, I have been reading a book um, and I'm sure you guys are all familiar with it uh, well the movies that came from it the Amityville Horror Annabelle the Conjuring um, it's called the demonologist the extra extraordinary life of Ed and Lorraine Warren um, and the book I'm reading that that title is is their actual um, accounts. It's not been played up by, um, it's not been played up by uh, the movies. Hollywood and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's not it's, been played yeah. up by Hollywood. It's not, it's their actual accounts of what's been going on. Um, and, uh, oh. So know, what is it that got you kind of well, into that? Like, like, like it, into that book particular? Yeah, or, or, or the or, subjects, all, all of it wrapped into one. Like, uh, well, what? like the book I'm, I'm reading because I'm more interested in the science fact behind it. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. you know, the... The, um, the X-File factor? Right? The, the X-File, like, the yeah, the, yeah, you the, know, yeah, you gotta know. The debunking of, of situations exactly. like that. So what is it that, what, is there a, per, a certain story that took out that, that when you were reading that like a certain story that the Warrens were explaining in the book that really stuck out most that you were like okay and and then you delve deeper into the science fact of it well like I, what I really liked about the book so far and and I will say I'm about 70% of the way through it, um, it it started out with basically how Ed and Lorraine met how they got into the whole thing um, and then their their life was back in the fifties and sixties when, you know, there was no podcast. This, this was all taboo. Yeah, this was right. all taboo exactly, and uh, you didn't talk about it because it wasn't normal, you know. And and, and they go into account for their early on. No pun intended, but it was like kind of going against like it was the fringe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The social <laughs> norm, like yeah. it just totally went against that social norm, um, you know. And then just as growing up as a kid. Um, and I couldn't even say as a kid, just growing up of having my own personal experiences, uh -huh. you know. So, um, so you're saying like demonology? That's what they kind of focused on. And and we were also discussing where Ed Warren was one of the few accepted 
Yeah, by the Catholic Church, right? He's one yes. of the few outsiders he accepted the by the only nuns for exorcism. Exorcism, yeah. He's okay. the only one that has ever been accepted by the Roman Catholic Church as uh, a demon, or not a demonologist, but an exorcist. Okay, um, but he was a demonologist as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so to to so there's parapsychology, and parapsychology is the scientific study of um, the scientific study of the paranormal. Hey, uh, they base everything on science fact, uh, but not always are they a believer in the subject. Like they may or may not actually believe in um, spirits, as they said. Mm-hmm. And then because uh, they, they they didn't just go off to anybody, right? They just kind of no. said, "Oh, well, my house is haunted." They no. didn't just do that. They actually yeah. right. They cherry picked well, and they studied what people were reaching out to them about. Right. And, and so so this is why I really started reading this book. Is because of us. Yeah. Is we want to go do some actual on-site investigations, right? Creepy. Yeah. With with debunking in with debunking in mind, mm-hmm. and so that goes back to the science fact of this whole thing of me wanting to prove or disprove as best as I can mm-hmm. uh, with our equipment available at the time whether or not the story be real and you know what we will definitely throw things out and say this may or may not be real we oh, don't yeah. know right. you know but here's our evidence so far here's what here's what we can give you here's the facts here's what we debunked here's right. this and that so as far as uh the the telekinesis and the demonology what what is it that we're going to parapsychology like, or and parapsychology no, parapsychology and demonology, demonology. So, so demonology going back to this was demonology um is the occult is what um, Ed and Lorraine it was really interesting uh, that Ed and Lorraine they said that there was only really two types of spirits in any true haunting. Yeah. Uh, one being human, which they're consistently doing the same thing over and over. They mean they might be aware that they're even there doing it. A lot of times, it's it's if they feel like, uh, according to Ed and Lorraine Warren, if they feel like they haven't completed something or they were. They died in an automobile accident, was murdered in some way, shape, or form. Like, they're stuck here because they feel like there's something they have so, to finish. So that's yeah. limbo, so, right? Like, I guess if you want to call a definition of limbo, that could <laughs> be... Stuck here, yeah. yeah. So anyway, real fast, go back to there was human, and then they called it inhuman, mm-hmm. which is... Um, that's what I was just going to yeah, ask you. Yeah, it's, it's something that is walking this earth, but has never taken a human form. And so... That goes into this whole thing of human and inhuman. The ghosts, the Casper the Friendly Ghost is what I would call a human spirit. He's constantly doing things and this, that, and the other. And, uh, and then what's an inhuman? An inhuman is, um, let's go back to like the Amityville Horror. And if any of you have any, not to interrupt Dax, but if any of you guys have any information to share with this as well, p- please do so. Like if you know something that, you know, we're just kind of sitting here talking and... and, and Learning ourselves and, and teaching you guys, and uh, for those that are listening, I think if, maybe it's if you uh, can chime in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sorry to interrupt but you. Dad. To your thing though, real quick though, like we've had that though. Where like there's times where you you meet people. Yep. And I, I had a I had a situation at, the, at this church I was going to, no name of the place, but we were playing there for a while. I've been there forever, and the new pastor came, and, and you can just sometimes, I don't know what it is. You, you can feel a presence, and it's one of those. It's creepy, and you find this in everyday people. Kind of like, like you a work dog. With, like kind you, of like a dog. You sense that. Yeah, you sense that. Like yeah. he, he's gonna bite you. Like I, I get it. Like yeah. they, they don't have to bark at you. Just the way they look, the way they talk, the way they. Or how a dog just senses don't... an evil person versus a good person. Yeah, like it's. Uh, 
I don't know. Like it, it's. I think maybe we would live with that all the time. Those inhuman type things where like it's all around us. Like they're. It, yeah. Well, and that goes back to like I, I was saying with me. I like the science fact, and so do I. Call myself a parapsychologist. Yeah. That belief. I just found out you can actually get a degree in parapsychology. Well, Ghost is pretty neat. Ghostbusters, yeah. man. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, but then, then there's the demonology. You know, I, I honestly have to say I'm in more of the boat where Ed and Lorraine Warren were at. They were in the, yeah, if the parapsychologists come in and they've been through all of this and they say, yeah, there's something here, or sometimes they actually said, no, there's nothing here, but the stuff continues. Right. That's when Ed and Lorraine were called in too, and that no, Lorraine was a, um, a she, psychic medium. Okay. No, a yeah, psychic yeah. clairvoyant. I forget exactly. It says in the book exactly what she is. Um, and Ed was something of um, the lines of us, right? Well, Ed was. I, I would say more like me. Uh, in that, well, just like you were talking, he's empathic. He can. He's like, an empath, yeah. Yes. He can sense certain yeah. things. He, and, and, yeah. and he, like, you know, just like the if you were tuned in last week with the weird dreams that I have had, you know, that, that, um, that kind of thing. Um, but, and they actually talk about this in the book. It's actually crazy how in depth this book goes um, in, into the real life of it. Um, you know, I, I think. The reason I'm, I'm getting on the science fact is because I think a lot of things, and we'll talk about the things that go bump in the night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, later down the road here, but I'm, I'm just throwing out, like, where I come from on this um, belief of, no, the, and I want to believe that there's something after life, oh, too. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I, you know? I'll tell you right now, it's the, it's the one thing that absolutely scares the hell out of me is, is dying. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, it, yeah. It, it, like it'll wake me up. I'll have an anxiety attack Same because of like, yeah, what if what if this is the last moment that I get to have a slice of pizza? Something as simple as having a slice of pizza with my wife. Yeah. Right. 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 What if that? What, well, it scares me that I'm just never gonna exist again. Yeah. Uh, like not even here or on another level. Yeah. That and that's just I don't know. That just scares me, and that's yeah. why I'm intrigued by this. Yeah topic like that you know not, I, not like, like, I like the idea of being a ghost because i just want to mess with people <laughs> oh. well, you, know? you know like let's 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 stray off the subject of the paranormal here and just go because i mean it all does tie in together of yeah. what 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 happens after we die right and chris can definitely try like yeah absolutely oh, yeah, no. you're you're it it's okay to say you're a christian man yeah i'm like, a christian yeah okay I, but, but there's a movie, and it's really funny because it was made in like 2008. It's called The Invention of Lying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yeah, The Invention of Lying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ricky Gervais. Yes, and they and and what what it is is like it's this offshoot parallel universe where no one has ever lied, and then all of a sudden one day everything's the same, except no one's really ever lied. He goes in to get some money out of his bank, and he's. He's like, hey, I need to get some money. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, just tell me how much is in your account. Our systems are down right now. And he's like, $858. <laughs> and then she's like starting to count money out. And he goes, all of a sudden, the systems come back up. And she's like, oh, let me check the account here. It says here you only have 358 <laughs> But we're going to go ahead and give you that 858 because, because we, we probably screwed something up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then what's funny is we talk about this is in the movie – they believe that mm-hmm. uh, after you die, nothing happens, mm-hmm. and you just 
are, are blind. That's it. Yeah, right? that's it. That's it. And, and so they don't he, have a problem with it either. Yeah, at like, the same time. Exactly. They don't have a problem with it. But in that's the some communist shit right there. That's <laughs> but, <laughs> this isn't welcome to the political. Yeah, all right. You just die. <laughs> you just die. <laughs> but then, like, he starts lying because his mom's dying. And she right. says, I don't, I, I don't. I'm scared. Yeah, right? I'm scared. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, he starts talking about heaven. Life after death. Yeah. yeah, he starts talking about what he believes his version of heaven is. Yeah. You know, and it's like, then all of a sudden, he it's gets like this cult following. Yeah. You know. I, he I becomes say, Moses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he gets all these people like, tell us more about what happens after we die. How do you know this? And then he comes out with the Ten Commandments. And yeah. like, it's funny. It's a comedy. <laughs> I, I, but it is like. With but some truth to it. With some truth to it. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know. But anyway. And, and that's a whole other topic of organized religion. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that is another yeah. topic. Yeah. No, but getting back to the paranormal, um, you know, I, I just really, truly, honestly think that um, there are things that go bump in the night. Okay, and so, so I was going to yeah. ask you a question. You, you say bump in the night, and... We were discussing prior to the show. We we do about an hour powwow, guys, before we actually start getting. We kind of get ourselves tuned up for the show, right? It's practice. And uh, and we were talking about and he and this is going to lead into that the bump in the night, the magic hour. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so so you you were saying that the magic hour is three a.m. What is the relevance to that to the paranormal? Uh, well, um, so the three a.m. comes in and. Um, I don't want to say this. The 3 a.m. comes into play in that it's actually typically um, what is considered an inhuman infestation. An inhuman. So that yes. so that's not a that's not a spirit a, a human spirit in limbo or anything. No, it's it's, it's something different. Right, it's, right, right. Craig says yes, there is. Yes, there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are okay. things that go bump at night. Oh, so anyway, sure. oh yeah, I totally believe in that. So so what? I'm just curious about the relevance. Okay, of, so of the 3 a.m. thing is um, inhuman. Um, is them going against the Holy Trinity? Okay, so okay, okay so the Holy Trinity, like, like uh, that's the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Right? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Catholics. But he, like, it, it, so the three a.m. thing goes into that's the true witching hour. Um, like there could be three knocks on your front door. There could be uh, like a song I've, like that. But but. But I was reading where like clocks were ahead by three hours or three by hours behind. Uh, um, okay, now that that can also lead into and I, that's a whole other show, but uh, offshoot real quick of, of abduction, right? Ooh, time stops. Mm. Abduction. The three. Well, that that's time loss, yeah. But the, the the whole idea of the three a.m. thing is that the veil between the worlds is kind of thinned out. And things kind of slip in a little bit easier during that time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, so you say the world is that is that like a dimensional thing? Here, top down, baby. That's I think north, so. That's uh, north I south. Think yeah. So. Okay. Heaven and hell. Yeah. No, no. Chris, chime in, dude. No, Eric's totally right. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, Eric, are you Catholic? Were you my, grow, you my, grow up Catholic or Baptist? No, I, I was raised Church of Christ. Church of Christ. Um, oh, Church and Christ. now I'm more agnostic than anything. Yeah. But my whole thing about now, like, what is agnostic paranormal for those that don't know. The agnostic is basically you don't believe in one religion. Um, you kind of get it from everywhere. Okay. Right. So I can't. I'm not, so I, it's I can't still a higher power. Swear loyalty to one. 
What uh, Sarah say? Oh, Dax. Yeah. What does it mean if you always wake up at three a.m.? Well, it means you're a grumpy old man. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dax is not grumpy. Um, no, there. You can't wake up at three a.m. because you had to sense something you yeah, or I, something I, yeah, messed with your subconscious. Yeah. For me, so what yeah. does that mean? It, it, it this means that like like Chris said, the veil's thin, or Eric yeah. said, uh, you Top know, the veil is thin. So what's the point. what's the veil? What what is this? What, what is this? We would veil call it the veil like the the veil between life and death. Yeah. It's, okay. The yeah. Veil between it's life like and death, membrane between it all. Stuff yeah. Like that. Okay. And it, it, it allows certain things to come through. Uh, yeah. It just gets but weird. I mean, like, if you wake up at three a.m. every morning, uh huh, is there a dream right before that? Mm-hmm. Normally, yeah. Because right, right. Because typically they say like, this is how things get started. Is it comes into your dreams? Yeah. Okay. We're talking about possession. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're talking I mean, about it's possession. the same kind of shit. Same it's thing. Like... Okay, so I have a weird. I have a... Yeah, like a sheer curtain per se. Yes. Okay. Exactly, Corey. So, yeah. so I had a dream one time. It was I was really young, mm-hmm. and uh, it it was weird, man. And it's the most vivid dream I've ever had. And it, I I was young in my parents' house in Cape Creek in the garage, for whatever reason. I'm in the garage late at night, and the doors open. And over the mountains are these pinkish lights, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, yeah, I'm, this is a dream. Yeah. But I had, all of a sudden, I had binoculars. You know how dreams work. And I look up over the mountains at these lights, and it's these beings that are just kind of with their eyes closed, spinning slowly. And they had Roman numerals. Like, they were a pinkish like kind of glowing yep. skin mm-hmm. color, and they had Roman numerals all over their body. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at one, all of a sudden it opened its eyes, and I woke up. Oh, you want to hear? So, okay, so my mom. So what? What does that mean? Is that? And it was I around that time. Too. I'm not a dreaming yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, like you were saying, like the witching hour, right? Three o'clock. Yeah. So you wake up, up, and it's it. like. Okay. But that's that's what I'm saying is is like, you know, the three a.m. thing is is like if you are constantly getting woken up at three a.m. Somebody's trying to talk to you in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. In my so, mind, okay. something is trying to get a hold of you. It's like the old adage, mm-hmm. I mean, don't be out after night. I mean, that's when it, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. people that are out after night are the ones. And like, that's the ones been, that that's been engraved in, in, in man, in culture yeah. since yeah. What, before the fire. Of fire. Yeah. 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 You know, find a cave to stay in until <laughs> yeah, don't the, next go out. Yeah. the next day. But yeah. don't go too far back because something might be bumping them. There might be a bear back yeah. there, you know. But anyway. Um, no, it, so to me, the the, the paranormal that we get into that I want to go explore is like there's a local poke road that oh, we had talked about yeah. like you know the, we want to go haunted jail. yeah the haunted jail you. you know to me this poke road stuff the um, haunted jail to me those are human yeah okay okay Th- those are not inhuman those are not inhuman okay um, in the fact that like there's a physical account of why this person is stuck here. Is stuck here. This person is stuck right. here because they were murdered. They were killed by an accident. They died mm-hmm. in a car accident. So like, right. an, like an angry spirit that has that just can't let go of what happened. Yes. Now, now, this this gets into, um, like we we talk about we talk about. Um, like moving things, like ghosts yeah, moving ghosts, yeah. things. Okay. The ghost. This is telekinesis, right? The, right. So, well, it's not telekinesis, but they have. So, go to the parapsychology of the whole thing. They have actually proven where 
a person with telekinesis can move a one to two pound object with their mind. With their mind. Okay. God. And not everyone has telekinetic powers, okay? Yeah. But hey, they can move can I stop you here? Have you seen uh, Star Trek? Or, like, no, what is it? Yeah, it's Star Trek. Yeah. The, 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 no, it's Babylon 5. Babylon 5. Oh, Remember yeah. Babylon 5, the show? Yeah. But they had the, the psychics. Like, these guys that would come in, and like they were like the the op, like the black ops squad. But they were the guys that could read your mind, yeah. and they are the ones that could strangle you. Star Trek Troopers they had did the, they that, had, too. Yeah, they had yeah. the Force, man. Psyops. Yeah. Yeah. Psyops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. So, so This then, comes from somewhere. So going to that, there was also, what, what was one of the old theories about uh, the Great Pyramids being built with people that had Love able to use powers, more than, yeah. what, 20% of their mind? And the, after the pyramids were built, they just killed them all. Did you yeah. ever, has anybody I've ever never heard, heard that, that theory? I've heard, I've heard that when I was younger. Yeah. So, no. so, Chris, for bot. you, being being a, a man of faith, right? Yeah. Uh, um, what what does this kind of... What, you what, feel like i got to go to church? No, 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 no. I mean, if you feel like you go to church, and, I mean, and, and there's no... No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bagging on no, any, any type of religion. No, you're good, you're good. But, we're, so, for... For you, you, you are a man Dude. of faith, right? Yeah, yeah. No, so of, of the four of us, you're of the as we people. know. Like, I mean, think about it, though. What does the Bible say about stuff? Like what does the Bible? Do you believe in angels? I, I always go back to angels. Do you, yeah. do you believe angels are? What are angels? Can you describe them? You read about it in the book. Like my son right now, he reads the Bible before he goes to bed, like every night, and he's reading about things, and he asks the question, "What are these?" Like what? Like this was this guy was like 140 years old or almost 200 years old. Like, and how do you explain that to your kid? Like, again, this is the and go, going back to the angel thing, though, there are angels from above and there are angels from below. I so what, what, what about the angels? there's angels walking this earth, right? Uh, Creepy. So is yeah. there stuff about... The Nephilim. Nephilim, Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. another one. The, the Book yeah. of Enoch. That's the Nephilim, yeah. So what about... Um, so in human spirits... Yeah, possession, and human things spirits, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go ahead, Eric. I mean, the Bible's chock full of it. Yeah, It's chock full of paranormal. Yep. It is, and that's why you know. And people read over it every day. That's where I go back to this right now. How many times have you been somewhere? But it seems like it's dismissed as taboo in the Bible. Like, oh, no, 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 not at all. No, no, because one example, one story: the burning bush. There's a bush that speaks to you know, and like that's kind of that's technically paranormal. That's not normal, you know. Where'd that come from? Yeah. Well, but even okay, so like, so listen. Okay, Christ died on the cross for our sins. He rose again the third day. Yes, dude, here we are. That's yes. week, okay, but right? here, listen. Think about it. Yes. There were several visions in between those three days that the apostles had they saw him. about him right. when he was dead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's and then he in the Bible. afterwards, right? Hey, it only takes one narc, man. One narc would get you out. <laughs> Goddamn Judas. <laughs> But no, I mean, it, it's pretty much chock full of it. Because, I mean, the whole idea of it is believing in something you can't see, you know? Okay, so what... That's right. That's right. what. That's why they call it faith. Faith, baby. Faith. That's right. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's, it's, it's blind, correct? Yes. And it's a so, so possession, right? So that... So let's talk about... Hey, the Bible is like chock full of that, too. I mean, there are quite a few possession yeah. stories. Yeah. Yep. What about possession? Is Being that, is that in the Bible? Absolutely, yeah. it is. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that is yeah. okay. I, I don't know. That's yeah, why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, possession is in the Bible. And the hard thing about it, though, is I think it's our interpretation. I think it's the the, the person you are. Right. Like, if you're a super conservative person, you're going to interpret the Bible one way. And if you're a super like loose, not yep. liberal, I hate. I don't want. I hate using those terms. But if if you think that way, you think the other way. You'll in anything you read, you'll interpret. 
And the hard thing is you're reading something it's that, like that law. It's up to the You're reading the something reader. that's been translated exactly. how like, many times? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, it's hard. Like so th- these stories Not even that, read. but how long ago it was written. Exactly. And how they interpreted the world right. at that time and now you have to yes. put yourself in their shoes and try to interpret it that way and then cut, bring back mm-hmm. to okay. the present. You know? But so, the one thing you can't dismiss though is everybody kept the story going. There was a reason they kept the story going. There's so something what, there. So what like, about possessions? Let, let's we, the the inhuman and What do you human? want to know about the possessions? Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> so is that like a negative like we were talking yeah. to the, the guy down by the river, that, don't trust that, him. Yeah. Does any of that have anything to do with anything? Like Well, it could be it could be paranormal, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so but, that's like to me and and before I read this book, it was kind of like to me, yeah, you're opening a door. And Ed and Lorraine are very they were Catholic, right? I no. Actually yeah, I mean, oddly enough, they never say exactly what religion what religion they but are they were very or were. But yeah. So so going back to the possession yeah, thing yeah. and the Ouija board they thing, were contractors. Like, one of the things that I had always believed was <laughs> a seance a Ouija board night, even just the one that you could buy from Milton Bradley Ouija board, I think is uh, like you're opening you're doors. So you're welcoming. Yeah, you're welcoming here. things in. You're opening doors that you have no control over what comes through. You are saying, "Here's my door. Come on in." So, so like the three knocks that I talk about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, yeah, the knock, knock, knock. Like they'll hear this at the front door. The worst thing you can do is go open that door and yeah. say, "Come on in." Like a you have literally invited that thing in. I keep a knock of a chicken. Okay. Yeah, this is okay. All right. There is some fun to that. I do like that because it is true, and it's about how who you are as a person at the time as well, so and you, how you like can your fight mental them off. Well-being can yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. To yeah. me, like if it, you it's are the energy positive, you put out and accept. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If you're a positive person, you put yeah. off positive energy into the world, man. If you're a negative person, you put off negative energy. Yeah, into yeah and you're welcoming negative energy. And you're yeah. welcoming negative energy yeah. in. Now, but there's, there's... it's funny because I'm very much into the occult and like magic practicing and stuff like that. And that is the exact same thing. You have to be careful about what you actually go and try to do and what doors you want to open. Right. Um, because even on the possession side, there's a positive and a negative, right? Right. And uh, so that's... more of it's on the negative side, but right. you talk to some religions. They accept God into their selves and they're possessed by the spirit, yep. you know? Exactly. So, yeah. It depends on what energy you're wanting to get out of it and how ready and prepared you are as an individual so for if it. You're, if you're a newbie and you're just kind of like, I'll just try it out and you're yeah. unprepared. Oh, then you're fucked. Okay. Yeah, yeah Eric, yeah, I fucked. love exactly what you just said. Yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. Because but you don't know what, what you're welcoming you in. Here goes, here goes let me say this. They, Ed, it goes back to this book. Again, and for everybody that's just tuning in, we're talking about the paranormal. I was reading this book called The Demonologist, The Extraordinary Life of Ed and Lorraine Warren. And for people that don't know, uh, they were the ones that, uh, where they came up with Annabelle, The Conjuring, The Amityville Horror. So anyway, in the book it says, when you open that door, you literally leave that door open. It's like you have just broke that door off your car. Knocking down your door. Okay. Now, the thing of it is, something may come through immediately, something may come through a year from now, but that door is open because you opened it. Okay. And unless you know how to close it, That's creepy. 
So is that where like cleansing your house comes? Yes, with like sage. Sage. And stuff yes. Like that? Yeah. Absolutely. That's okay. where all of that comes from. I don't know much about this, but what about the witch thing? Like the like the whole East Coast witch thing? Like uh, because they, they were all like Protestant. I mean, they were obviously a, a faith based. You're, you're talking about Wiccans type. I'm talking when the people came to America. They were on their own. The witch Salem witch trials. Is yeah, what yeah. I think he's getting there. Yeah, and. Okay. Uh, I imagine that you're you're sailing on a ship. You're coming because of one religion. It's like being part of like I don't know. I let's use uh, Mormon for example. Like you're coming here because you're going. To, you're this religion. You all believe in this. And 50 of you guys jumped on a ship and you sailed over here. And like maybe half you made it. Like I don't know. But you got here. But there's still one dude in charge. Yeah. He's the bishop. Yeah. The the guy the dude is the bishop. And so these Hutterite colonies I go to. Don't too loud. I'm telling you, the, the guy. There's one guy that's the boss. He's the head of the church, but he's the boss of the colony. Like just two hundred people. There. There's no, there's, it is that still happens, right? And around here, there's a there's uh, oh uh, for people that aren't from around this area, we have Amish. Yeah. That oh uh, the bishop controls what goes on. It's nuts, man. Yeah, the it people is. they it's, believe they 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 blindly believe. But it's all that. faith. It's yep. it's blind faith. That's why they call it faith. Yeah. It is it is. What ba- you're, back to the witches though. Yeah. So if you're that you're that guy in charge of the town, like he's the one that sent them like to be stoned. Like the, obviously there was something going on like at that point in time. Right. Which is just nuts. No, but I'm trying to get somebody on right now. Oh, okay. But, but anyway, uh, go. No, the, you guys the go ahead. Energy, um, that is created from that. Um, Eric, I, I and I think you'll agree with this, is you have then opened that door and basically, you know, from what I have seen myself, it comes in little things at first, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yep. You know, it just, it comes in little things. And if you're una- unaware of it and not open to it, yeah. yeah, it'll probably go away. Yeah. But as soon as you start getting noticing it, yeah. like, oh man, my clothes yeah. are moved, you know? Then you're giving it power. Okay. That's right. That's exactly right. And, and so yeah, because usually it's more like yes, a test. you're acknowledging that things are a test. Yes. Really. Yes. Okay. And then it gets past the point of no return, and that's when things go quote unquote bump in the night. Or they, yeah, of- Corey. Exactly. They want attention. They are trying to get your, your attention. attention. Yeah. Uh, they want to be seen. It's like the damn bratty little three-year-old that can't do something on yeah. his own. They get, daddy, 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 And so they're doing anything to try to get your attention. And the more, mm-hmm. like, the more you're open to it, I, I think that you're going to end up getting into it. Um, Is but, that who stole your truck, Eric? Just one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't see him. <laughs> Well, that sucks, dude. Spook specters, ghost ghouls. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. Sometimes. No, you but it is. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You're 100 correct, Craig. So, what, what is that? What, so, Craig, what does that mean? Stand your own ground. So, stand your own ground is, is usually when you have gotten to the point where you need to stand your own ground. Okay. You have gotten to the point of what I would call an infestation, where okay. it's made itself known. It's opening and closing doors. It's moving objects. It's like it is known now, and you're not the only one that sees it. Like if you have a multi-family, yeah. uh, yes, tell them to leave. Exactly. So, so like you just dem- like you just say, yes. okay, bye, ghost, leave. No, or, like like there's like, a whole system like I to believe it. that no, like if you believe that any inhuman spirit was created by the devil, mm-hmm. then the language of the Bible is what will send that away. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, 
Right, you, right. You tell them, you know, in the name of God, I tell you, you know, you yeah. see this on the movies. Well, some of it is true, you know. I mean, there honestly, is exact scriptures yeah. at the Roman Catholic priest, um, um, the Roman Catholic priests will recite yeah. to exercise that devil or the that demon and it's fun to sit here and listen to me anyway it's to find these things that's that's why like my fascination of it is is to find these things remember the people who used to talk to themselves though like seriously no in the stories of like uh, that, that old crazy lady down the road and she might have had like all the something she, it was something but she would always talk to herself or she talked to like she was talking to like somebody. the simpsons the yeah. crazy cat lady yeah, crazy cat lady. yeah, yeah. but there was all you we've met these people though oh absolutely and they, they function just fine but they just they're a little off like and you, you kind of wonder if they're not off in a way. Like, uh, like they're probably, like... They're using a little bit. They're <sighs> it goes back to this... I don't know. Yeah, it, well, I, I kind of... People that are off the rocker, but... Because yeah, you know, it's all, it they takes a lot. They see reality to, different than... Yeah, yeah. They, they function just fine. They, they, they eat, breathe, they, they shower, they, they make... I mean, they're fine, but they just... They're kind There's of that one like, little tick. Yeah, and, yep. and you... Ah, man... I hate it if people make fun of that because it drives me nuts. But it's oh like, yeah, that's but, a, and that's why I, I always fascination. It's a, it, well, and that's why I question almost yeah. everything that I see. Things mm -hmm. like that, like who says this person's actually crazy? Yeah, how are they just maybe not right. you know seeing something different than all the rest? That's, that's kind of like that. Uh, um, that's right. What, exorcism, right? Uh, yeah, what yeah, was yeah. that movie? I hate the to, I hate to go, but Exorcism, exorcism of sorry. Emily Rose, right? That yeah. was a real thing that took place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where they were like, nope, this chick's just batshit crazy, but they allowed. Right. Right, the the Catholic priest to come in and do an exorcism, and it killed her. Right. So these things okay. actually can kill you when yeah. trying. If to they have possessed you, yes. But there's mm -hmm. a difference between like a house being haunted yeah. and a possession. Okay. A possession is yeah you. Uh -huh. A haunted house with an inhuman spirit, like everybody's seeing it. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's not directed. So like, it, like the movie Poltergeist. I hate to keep saying movies, but that's yeah. all I really know. Yeah. About well, Poltergeist is pretty cinematic. I mean, so it's what, not so really. What is a to me, it's not really <laughs> <Right>. real. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, is, yeah. Is, is is pol is a poltergeist something real or or is that something that look up the definition of poltergeist? I will. I'm going to do yeah, it right now. Let's do it. It's a classification. Yeah, it's a classification. but it interacts with the the external world a little bit more directly. Poltergeist is either a Swedish or German word, yeah. and so, it actually okay. means something spirit, and I can't remember, uh, loud spirit, noisy spirit? Okay, yeah. Noisy so, spirit, I So the definition, I just looked it up, is uh, a ghost Polter or other supernatural being supposedly Beast. responsible for physical disturbances, such as loud noises and objects thrown around. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> so, but the word... Poltergeist. That's what I want to find. Yeah, or origin is German. Yes, poltergeist actually is a German word. Some being loud spirit. Mid nineteenth century. Yes. from uh, from poltern, create yeah. a disturbance. Geist, ghost, ghost. So yes, so there. That's Let's real quick. Uh, there it is. The poltergeist oh, that has been changed to the American term definition yeah, of they, they ruined it of um. So it's probably got like two. Like an um, like a poltergeist or something. It's got to yes. be something. Yes, yes. And so that's why I say, like... What's a poltergeist? Once, we, once again... Uh, our stuff, are we? Okay. You're good. The American bastardized version of yeah. poltergeist. You know, yeah, that's, just like everything else is. Yes. Like, goddamn colonious. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. Colonials? Colonious? No, I'm just joking. 
Anyway, I apologize. Americans. America. <laughs> yeah, so Polter. Polter means rumble in German. So Polter means rumble. So I, and Geist would, I assume, is ghost. ghost. So it's a yeah. rumble yeah. ghost. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, here, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polter g- created Geist. the service Geist. ghost. Oh, so it's actually spelled G E I S T. Yeah. Yeah. Geist. Geist. Yeah. Polter Geist. So, but anyway, yeah, so that's that's where, you know, that word comes from, and I, I think it just got popularized from the 1982 the movie, yeah. movie. I mean, you type it in Google, you get fucking four letters in, and it's instant poltergeist. It's like yeah, so it, was... it just has become a, a, a phenomenon more so than an actual thing. But if I was to say, yeah. if, if me personally, yes. if I was to say human or inhuman, mm-hmm. poltergeist is inhuman. Hey, right. Eric, real quick, sorry to interrupt. Hey, you... Uh, do a link on the uh, pay, on the admin page real quick through Messenger. Dude. We have somebody that wants to call in. Oh, okay. Cool. But I gotta share it. I just need you to do the link with me. I don't. I, uh, oh, sure. Just uh, attach it to the uh, admin oh, page, oh, and oh, I'm gonna oh. share it to her. You guys are gonna but, love her. She's Irish. Irish. Yeah. And she's gonna be a little tough to understand, but Sorry. you guys are gonna enjoy I'll, the hell out we'll of her. Look at her yeah. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is right up her. What alley. about Indian burial grounds? Oh no, that's that that's to me. That's all yeah. about Dude. it. I've come across a couple of those four wheeling, and just explain. we have not here too. Like I told you, but ours is a little older. But like, they're here, man. They're well, fucking... uh, the mounds and stuff, right? Well, no, not the mounds. No, just Indian burial grounds, like the colonial, like back when that we took this land from. I mean, from the Indians, like yeah. A lot of Indians died here. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just your Indians were a little more newer. <laughs> no, ours is old. in Arizona. They actually can't. Um, so there, there's a Native American tribe that you can centralize to Arizona mm-hmm. that actually predates all other, I guess, southwestern tribes. Oh, really? Southwest, yeah, yeah. And like they predate. Like uh, a lot of people say that. Um, these predate the Navajos, the Apaches, the yeah, yeah, yeah. the McDonald's, so, yeah, those are your the Pimas. Like, from this, before, yeah. The, yeah, so these are these are all your cliff dwellers and, and stuff yeah. like that. And they did salt trades and right, it, right, that's right, where right. that comes from. But I have come across some really weird stuff off roading in the southwest. Yeah, I'm sure Corey oh, I'm sure Corey could attest for that. Places later. Please. Oh no, oh, they, yeah, no yeah. if you want to call yeah, in, definitely. Man, call in. Call it yeah. Craig, let's get to that. I want to leave the last hour for local, like oh, things that yeah. like no, we, we can we go want check people, out. Like we just don't want yeah. you guys to listen. We want you to participate. Yes, absolutely. Like call in anytime, please. This isn't just for so, us to banter. Sarah, I know we've been talking about the biblical kind of Ooh, origins of ghosts and exactly. paranormal. Can I put something out there? Put it out there, dude. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so. Uh, this has been, I, I've loved the ghost and, and kind of the, you know, unseen kind of aspects of everything. And I've, at one point, you know, I've always been looking at it, researching it, all that stuff. And I think it's actually parallel universes interacting with our world. Yeah. I like that. I like well, that. okay. So, so that comes in line with the avail, right? Yeah. We're chitting South. It does. Yeah. Okay. So Eric, um, there's actually a thing, and if Sarah's listening, her friend um, Tina believes this, and there's a, several videos of it out on the internet of this, gosh, I cannot remember the name of, of what it is, but they, they like have recordings of these people 
talking. Yeah. And mm. this talking? person is dead. Okay. Right. But the the th- so so anyway, the theory runs. The theory runs that basically, is it a ghost, or is it that exact same person in a parallel universe? Right. Coming through. Right. And this can and like oh my god yeah we can get into parallel universes and timelines and quantum theory some other day because I love that subject yeah. I love how quantum yes. physics work. Um, my wife and kids make fun of me because of the books I read sometimes that are quantum <laughs> physics. Um, but anyway, energy, yeah, but I, there, yes, yeah, there so was because but it, it does tie in a lot. Yeah, like, yeah, like CERN. Yeah, well, oh, don't even get me started. Yeah. yeah, but no, they had like these devices, like these radio devices that could actually pick up the voices and would run. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. You know. And they would talk to them and have full conversations with them. And, you know, just things like that, where it's like, yeah, that, that whole thing was weird, uh, to say the least. But, you know, <laughs> anyway. So, sound, sound boxes. Sound boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy, energy, yeah. energy. Energy's a big one. No. But they go through all the megahertz and gigahertz, right? Yes. That's how where those it's work. Picking up. Yeah. It just keeps yeah. going yeah. through the... the the channel is it channels right yeah. it's or stations no it yeah. just keeps, it's, it's kind of a we white all, noise we all emit a frequency right like we all emit something like we're energy like we, we emit something so energy is expressed in many ways whether it's 5g just kidding or whether it's uh <laughs> i mean it's light or whether it's sound or whether it's it's a sound wave it's it's a the earth emits its own frequency like it, it produces a, an actual like a, like a hum yeah and so that, that goes into another topic like a power of, like of it's the, a, what was what's the hum the hum, so it's no, like we're a, gonna go off topic. Quick, it's a, the, no, it's an ultra low. For, it, yeah, yeah, uh, the, no, that's for real. The hum goes for a real thing, like the yeah, sound box. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. No, the hum of the earth, though, like it creates a sound. Like, but have you ever heard of the certain cities where people are like driven mad? That yeah, are yeah. populous of frequencies. that city because it's of a certain control. Home. Yeah, frequencies. I'm telling you, it, like, it, uh, in, it, like um, there's we've done this for years. It's, like, it's yeah, a thing it, that well, okay, so it's the thing Navy uses to yeah. co- su- uh, communicate to submarines. Ultra low frequencies. ULF. Yeah. Ultra low yeah, frequency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's gonna. Oh, 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 oh Chris gonna bust. But this it's out. it's nothing we can hear. It, but it's how they communicate that far down. You know what's really cool about these frequencies? They are so low that uh, different frequencies are picked up. Yeah, by some. Yeah, and exactly. And, and you're exactly. right. Exactly, and that goes back to, like, if I'm in closer frequency to that, I'm gonna pick it so up. So does that have to do with uh, with spirits? And yes, stuff? Okay, and I okay. think that's like a, a medium. I think they're just on a different frequency. Or, or so okay. So if you're a low frequency, low frequencies travel very long. They're they're huge sine waves, right? And so if you look at the first, when you go from zero. All the way up to about. Uh, we're looking at a graph right now, guys. I killers. wish you could see. Like, uh, there, there's nothing alive but maritime radio. So there's radio navigation, maritime radio, maritime radio. Like, because those frequencies, what? So what they do is they take antennas. These antennas have to be like 40 miles apart. Okay. And so that way they, they can project, and it, that that frequency would actually travel around the globe, like it through the ground. Right. Through the and so not using satellites. Just if you're a submarine, you could feel the frequency from the like it. It's nuts. Right. You, yeah, and what they do is they use the Earth's frequency as a carrier wave to, and they inject it, their their sound into it. Like, it's an ingenious idea. Sorry, you're off topic. No, no, you're, no. Yeah. So, so do you think these, like these spirits, they fall somewhere on this graph? We feel them all. We, we perceive this guy. Who is it? Corey. Yeah. Different frequencies are picked up for different people. Like again, it goes back to the feeling. 
I got, so empathy, I got a bad shit, feeling like about being you. an empath. There's a reason I got a bad feeling because you, you, those freak, those vibes. Those yes, things. an empath is to me on a different frequency than most. Okay, that can pick up other things. But okay, so I we all call it a well. They say you have five sixes, but five ah, senses, yeah, six, five the sixth sense. Okay, five you can't tell me you haven't ever walked down the street and. Yeah. Just gotten this creepy feeling by somebody walking Turf. by. What we you have, know, we or, have kids. You, when you have kids, I think that that sense heightens oh, to like a good degree. Like you get that yes. like instinct. Like and it, I say instinct, but it's like oh, yeah. how do how do we get that? Like how do we do that? Right. And, and so know. I think we all. So I this, this is what I really believe. I really believe as a kid, we all have this the ability to see these things because like well, okay, see, hold like, on, hold on, let me finish my oh, thought. Sorry, sorry. Um, we all have the ability to see these things, but at some point in our life, it mutes out, shuts off, we get past it, whatever. I think uh, uh, teenage years have a lot to do with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Hormones, puberty, all that stuff. I, I think stuff, that's where you yeah. start changing this because, like, my mom would always tell me, would tell me these stories of when she would push me in a cart and I was young enough <laughs> to talk. Yeah. I would point to these kids that we've never met and said, I played with them up in heaven. Yeah. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. So, like, I, and I don't ever remember saying that. I don't, yeah. like, I don't remember that experience. So, is that kind of why you see pictures of children, like, very young, that are kind of looking up? You remember the, the perception's old, different, and, and then there's a. Dude, isn't it though? Can we talk then, about that for then, a second? In that picture, there's a like a, 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 yeah. a, a, a what do they call it? An orb or something like that. Right. Perception is huge. Okay, perception is one of these things where like we, we joke about it. Today. Like I don't even. We talk about painters having like what's your perception of this? But think about your kid. Like when I walk to my like I've got a like out my back kitchen window door. I got a huge sliding glass door. Up. It's it's wonderful. And I walk out and I see over our fence. I see the whole neighborhood. And uh, but when, when and I see everything. My kids walk up, all they see is their backyard, they, because because the fence is there. Like they, they don't see. So it's that moment where you just take your kid, lift them up. Yeah. At, at your, at oh, your oh, eye yeah. range, and it's like, oh wow, oh man, there's neighbors. They got a dog. They got this. It's like, yeah, hey dude. Oh. It is nuts. Perception is Colin huge. Colin is like, disabled. It's disabled. Oh no. It's, yeah, I was pretty freaked out when my like when I had a <laughs> I think it was my oldest when he was just a baby, you know, a few months old. He was just stare at the corner, that's one corner in the ceiling, yeah, all the time. And I was like, I'm not, yeah, gonna look at it. Spirit. I'm not gonna well, look but at I it. I think that's why the, like, well. we go back to the paranormal. Let's bring the animals into this. Oh yeah, really, really. You know, we'll your dog goes ape like shit. This. And just yeah, stares in a corner. Or yeah. A, yeah. Oh, my away. dog does it in our house. We'll stand there at the top of our stairs when yeah. everybody's upstairs, lights are all off, yeah. and he will stare down the stairs and start barking at nothing and growling, and the hair on his te- back of his head standing up. Something's going on. Yeah, oh, something. He sees yeah. something Fre- different than we do because our reality, our it. perception. It's, who knows? See, Craig, yeah. my dog growls. Yeah, yeah. Yes. At nothing sometimes. Like, we can't see it because our perception is different. And yeah. it's you like know, we've talked about, yeah. like, what I've always said of the perception is reality. Oops. Do it again. Sorry. We missed you, goddamn. No. Right. No, it shouldn't show up. No, she popped up. We, we yeah, but your perception is your reality. Oh, it is. It is okay? so true. It, and, and But there's different perception. We can get in a whole other subject of perception is reality of 
but I think it's perception reality is what you see and what you feel ghost wise when you right. do the kind yeah, of yeah, it's, yeah. It, yes. you totally it's your your body perceiving what's going on so spirit guides Sarah says spirit guides yeah angel guides and uh, yeah ascended guides yeah so it's like somebody like a like in the Indian folklore it's like it's, it's chock full of this right on the Indian side where you always have like a spirit guide or there's an animal or something that yes. like, guides you along absolutely um Going back to the whole Indian thing, too, and Eric, I'd like to hear your chime in on this. Um, The Indians talking about their dead, um, and I'm really unfamiliar with their lore on can they, you know, obviously they say they talk to their ancestors and things like that, you know. um, I I think it's true. I think they have some sort of connection. Because at the same time, the the traditions of Native Americans have always been very interesting, and they also do drugs, and that opens your mind up to a whole new level of things. At the same time, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It goes into that perspective thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so it opens them up, makes them more open to those kind of encounters, and you know. Maybe it's talking to them in heaven or it's talking to them in some other kind of world or something like that. But um, I I believe in that, that they got that nailed down pretty good. You know, and and the argument could be made, well, you know, how do you know, how do the people on drugs know what they're seeing? But how do we we not know that because we're not on that drug, we're not actually opening our mind up to it? You know? Right. Right. So, right, even subconsciously. Hey, you Mike, know? welcome to the show, buddy. So anyway, um, <laughs> so I had to get a drink there no, real that, fast. Um, it, it is pretty interesting, their lore and how they kind of interact with the world right. um, and you I, know, back in the day. Well, and I, there's always, even the most ancient... Um, even the most ancient civilizations talking about, always talk about talking to their ancestors, meaning the ones that had passed on. So it's not just a since the 1950s, 1900. No, like this has been going on since the beginning of time of people saying that they can see or talk to the people that have passed, or, um, you know, there's been this black spot um, that. Yeah, there's this black spot that they constantly see, or there's a shadow following them. This goes all the way back to the beginning of time. Shadow people. That's another good one. That's a whole other subject. Oh, yeah. But that all kind of coincides. Absolutely. So, I don't know, man. Like, for me, I always... Like, we lived in a house in Colorado, and I wouldn't go in the basement. Tracy would. But I refused to. I just had... I would walk down there to do laundry, and I would just, every hair on my body, like it is right now we're talking about this, would just stand <laughs> up on my body, and just, that would be it. Yeah, no, I agree 100%, like, but I, I think that goes back to being open to the perception of the whole thing, where that's right. you see things, you're more open to things um, than most people are, and it goes back to, like, so the whole would dog that be, animals. would that be an empath? Um, not always necessarily. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, your perception is what you see, what you taste, what you feel, but also what you feel. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, 
if you're going in there, I mean, you could be an empath and just totally not believe in any of it and get nothing out of it. And then someone who may be a little bit more open-minded to those kind of experiences. Because an empath it happens. also relates to reading body language, reading right. uh, all, all uh, emotions that aren't really there but are coming through, but see, that's, feed through feeling. Little side note, that's why I think all good salesmen, salespeople, are empathic in some way, shape, or form because they pick up on... The, same the body language, yes, you pick up on things. Yeah, like, but you, you know it's going to happen before yes. it's going to oh. happen. You know the yes. argument's coming. You know the fight's coming. Yep, you because you notice the little body language movements. Okay, they have crossed their legs. They have crossed their arms. But doesn't that, that come goes with, back into the psychology but you, but, too? But here, but they're also in plays into the role of of energy, right? Because an empath oh, yeah. can also feel the energy, right? Because, all right, so little perspective like I did a little bit of low grade high risk law like I was I, I did high risk security in my time I was a contractor and before it happened I knew it was going to happen not only based off of energy but because agree Corey not just off of their body language but off of their like I could sense the energy of where it was going to come from right like that's the thing is is I think I think personally, everybody has this ability. I think that's why you see, like, I think that's why we have doctors. I think that's why we have teachers. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they go off and they do these things, and that's what their mind gets focused on and gets drawn passion. toward. So passion, 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 we call it passion, but it's a positive, it's a huge positive energy. That, like, that's your driving force. That's your force every day. Like, they get right. you to do things, like, it's which is nuts. Right. Like it, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And, and you if know, you don't have that, you become like, unfortunately, like it eats into you. Like it's a negative. Passion is what makes you successful. Exactly. Um, empathy anything. is what makes you successful with other people. Right. Okay. Well, if we get lost, uh, we're having a little technical difficulties here. It just, uh, it just warned us. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. We just got a little pop up. Got a warning. There, so warning. We, we will be back. Um, Keep her, going, right. keep her going, Eric. You're good. Yeah. No, um, but I, I think that everybody has this at some point, and whether you're drawn towards it or not, you know, just like I am not drawn towards art at all. Um, I, I think it's silly at times at best, uh, but you give me a... Oh, Corey's calling in. You there give you. me a... Um, Welcome hey, to the show, Corey. Corey. You give me... My, the best thing I can do with art is paint by numbers. I'm just very yeah, analytical. Yeah, I you know too. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have the creative mind now. I think art is silly, but at the same time, I'm absolutely amazed by people that can just pull this image out of their head, and there it is on it's canvas. Like, it's like kind of like fabrication. Yeah. They can look yeah. at that, Yes, sales, you have to be able yeah, yeah, you buy body language and expressions. Yeah, you're right, dude. Sales is like, when you walk in that front door, you have to be ready to encompass like three or four people. And your first impression with all those guys, and you have to read them very quickly because if you're going to address them, like uh, you're a hillbilly guy, you're this, you're the pompous dude, like you're the, and you have to be. You've got to be able to the read words that come out of your mouth. So you got to be able to read the room. Yeah, yeah, have to so, reflect. Corey, you're you're on. What do you got, buddy? Yes, sir. Nothing. You guys hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. You're a little if quiet, you man. To, Get a little closer. Little quiet. Eat that mic. Hold on. Just like, just like you with a bag of Doritos. Get closer. <laughs> yeah, right. I was just saying, I had earbuds in and my mic's not working, so. All right. Oh. 
You hear me all right now, though? There, oh, we yeah, go. there, there you go. go all ahead. right, there we go. I, no, I guess, um, go ahead, Corey. I was a little, a little slow getting into you. I was when you guys were talking about the Native American thing. Um, another thing I think we have to realize: Aaron and I both lived in the middle of that mess for a long time. Oh yeah. And sometimes those guys are they're they're a different breed, man. But you have to realize that I think in a lot of ways, their entire existence and their faith in their beliefs yeah. are tied to the earth. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. So oh, no. they're they're tuned in to things that most of us just don't even think about. And oh, yeah. you were talking about the the use of drugs, you know, and and where I was living, peyote was big. Oh yeah, right, and, right. Uh, Going on everybody journey. makes the you know take the peyote and see the great white buffalo, you know. But <laughs> I mean, this was stuff that these people truly true, believe yeah. in. That's that's their belief. It's their thing, you know. And I mean, uh, I've got several friends in that area that do that kind of stuff, and they swear by it. You know, well, one of the things too, Corey, I think, because uh, they go through a, a process with it. It's not just take the peyote, is it? Like they no, go, no, they no. fast and yeah. they travel, they hike, and yeah, it's a whole thing. There is, there is like a. I mean, if you want to put it in kind of a, a more, I guess I would say more like maybe like a Christian thing. It, there's almost a pilgrimage it's involved. A pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. like you said, there's, there's a, there's a journey. And, That's and right, it, yeah. it takes, you know, some of them, it takes days. Like, they'll, they've will they got this whole process, you know, especially in New Mexico where I was at, Northwest, and I'm sure also, I mean, we're talking about the Navajo and the Diné people, the Sweat Lodge. Yeah, I was just going to ask about that. Like, is that involved with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, it's a big belief. And, and they, Corey, what was the other thing where they wouldn't, if somebody died in the house, they had to, oh, they had, they wouldn't take them out of the house, they had to open up a wall they open a west facing wall yeah so if and you know and a lot of them what they call it they call it the hogan so it's your round house or it's your you know it's kind of hexagon shaped it's you know and they i mean they get they get picky uh, they they will not install a door that faces any direction but east if i remember correctly all doors always face east, and if somebody passes away in a house or in a room in a house, the only way they can let the spirit out is they have to open a west wall. Oh, that's crazy! And then, oh, yeah. never heard and then, that. yeah, because that's the only way that they can actually leave. You know, um, to release the spirit. That's a lot of them that are still really in tune to it. That's what they believe. I, I, I oh, think yeah. I've got this right. It was an east-facing entry only. Right. And then to release the spirit, it has to be a west-facing wall. Isn't that weird? Um, the wind catcher thing's the same still way. Come from yeah. They will seal the room. Yeah. If somebody passes away in there, they open a west wall, they seal the door. Nobody goes in that room ever again. Right. You know, it, it, I don't know. I don't know if that involves, you know, a respect for the deceased kind of thing or right. if it's, you know, bad luck to do it. That part I'm not real certain of. And maybe it's just the wind but... that comes through. Like, when it comes through, like, you know, well, no, every night when it comes dude, through, like, Navajo, you bro, like, the yeah. Native Americans in the Southwest, and, and they I, the wind, dude, yeah, they're it's... very, and I love their way of looking at things. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's very, like Corey was saying, very earthbound. Mm-hmm. It's very... Yeah. It, and... 
dude, man, I, dude, there were stories. And I'm sorry, I keep saying dude and man, but yeah, but there's so many things that are related to that that I think we kind of tend to ignore. Mm-hmm. No, we do. But what about, dream catchers? Dream catchers is a huge. Like, what about that? I mean, you see, yeah. we all talk about them. Like, but but at the same time, think about that. We just got done talking about dreams. Like, right? It's it's a it's an animal. Like, it's it usually it's this thing. This and usually it's a shape that's going to take away these. I think it's just nuts. The spirit's going to get you. Corey, what was the thing about Shiprock? Oh, the the lore of Shiprock itself. Yeah. What was what was that? I, it's something about. It's it, like if you ever see Shiprock in farming, it's outside. It's in Shiprock, New Mexico, right. on the Diné Res. And I'm going to say it properly. They call themselves the Diné, which Diné. means the people. Fine. And uh, it's, it, well, it's just it's a it, it's awe inspiring, honestly, because what it is, it's just this huge monolithic rock that just stands up in the middle of nothing. And if from certain angles and the stories I used to hear about it from people was it was after the conquistadors had come into the area and they start they start trying to convert the Indians, you know, to a Christian Catholic style based religion. So what they did is they called this place Shiprock, because if you look at it at a certain angle, it looks like an old ship, uh, Mm -hmm. conquistador style pirate ship, if you want, you know, and. They got them. the The belief turned into the whole fact that if they led a Christian life with their conversion and they did everything right, that when they died, they would be their spirit would go to this ship rock, and that was actually kind of represented a ship that would take them to their afterlife. Kind of like the boat. So, yeah, the river man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and if I'm remembering all that correctly, I mean that's that was kind of the basis Dax, of it. Dax is was looking the, like he wants to interject. No, 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 no I'm okay. fine. It's no. crazy how similar that story sounds to like the River Styx. You know, Sticks, you pay yeah. the ferryman and go across. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, yeah, but then you could also go into the Vikings and Valhalla uh, and how they get there yeah. by the boat. I mean, then we have Iron Maiden happening. It's always the boat, man. Yeah. So, so back to the Corey. Back to the uh, releasing the spirit, right? What What was some of the I forget, dude? There was so much Native American folklore dude. back in the Southwest. What was some of the other things lost here. that yeah. we talked about uh, that the Navajo or the the Dene used to say? Um, oh, the, I... the, the leaving through the west face. If you passed away in a house, the the spirit could only leave through the west facing wall. And right. what else was there? Oh, there was, I mean, there was stuff. I mean, there was a ritual that had to be done in the doorway of the room. I mean, it was just, it was, it was kind of like, you know, ceremonial use of the peyote. There was the process. It was, there was this, it took days. And the whole point was, is that you were trying to prevent their spirit from being trapped here. So that's why it was, and I can't remember it. And it drives me nuts. I cannot remember what the deal was with the west-facing wall. Well, there was a specific reason it had to be west. I can't remember. Every religion has its way of um, dealing with the dead. Um, right. In a in some kind of ritual. So, right. So, what about uh, 
We all we all release right in one way or another. Um, what what about? Um, well, what what wait? When we die, and it's not like we were just talking about this the other day. Uh, when you die, your body actually weighs less. Weighs less. What is it, seven grams. Right. Or seven right. Ounces yeah. It's about it, seven. Yeah. We were talking about this, and like when the body, when they believe when the soul leaves the body, like they like it weighs less, but it's not because of the physical like this is almost immediately okay, after i've got death. a theory what what if you're possessed i, I keep talking oh, about my. this possession shit yeah you're good do you Jesus think you weigh Christ. more <laughs> do you weigh more i don't know that's... i weigh more when i'm full of shit <laughs> <laughs> so so you think <laughs> possession is, is full of shit then your eyes are brown no dude. i don't think it's full so, of shit so how, how interesting would that be to actually be able to weigh a body that's or does it weigh less well, I'm sure there's guys that have done this. Like, so yeah. if you were doing this as a study, like in college, you, you take mice, and you, like you, you, I don't know, you try to, you, you literally weigh them, the, the night before, and like kill them and try to like poison them, to and then weigh them the next day, like find out what they weigh. This is a real class. No, I mean seriously. I mean, how, how I mean, how else would you study this? Like, right? You, yeah, yeah, like you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can get pigs maybe and do it. Like, but if you, I mean, unfortunately, in, in colleges, sometimes these studies come along. You're like, what the fuck? You're like, uh-huh. and they do that. Like. And the whole idea yeah, is that people get money. Okay. It's, po- it's postmortem. Uh, yeah, wait. I mean, it's a it's a legit. So so let's. Uh, it's the last hour here. Uh, maybe a half hour. Maybe an hour. We don't know anytime soon. But uh, I wanted to save this last little hour here for um, like local local lore. Um, some of the things that are like happening. Locally, that we could go start research around here, or uh, yeah. look, you know, remotely where Eric lives and Corey yourself, um, Craig Cullen. That's what we say. Yeah. Dude. So, because like we'll give you some examples. Uh, there's a um, in Fort Wayne. There's there's a place called Devil's Hollow. Uh, Devil's Hollow is uh, rumored to be a witch's house um, that was burnt down. Um, the only thing left standing is the chimney at this point. I have actually seen this. The funny thing about Fort Wayne and Devil's Hollow, there's actually Devil's Hollow in uh, the southwest side of Fort Wayne, and then there's Devil's Hollow on the northwest side of Fort Wayne. It's kind of like everywhere has the burn down. Yeah. With the goat man yeah. and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Every, um, everywhere has their folklore. Yeah. So, you know, the one that, like, there's, um... There's one that I definitely want to go check out. It's in Peru, Indiana, and it's called Oki Pinoki. Um, and it's the site of a Civil War battle um, in a swampland area, basically. And supposedly there's... Um, so we're going to be camping out for that. No, we can't, though. It's we not can't. a... Yeah, it's a... It's a, like, open... I forget how it is, but you, yeah, you can't definitely... Okay. You can't call in, man. What do you mean? All right, hold, hold on, on, hold on. Hold We're on, gonna try and on. fix this real quick, guys. So, well, no, in San Antonio, uh, Corey, you mentioned uh, train track lanterns. Craig, try again. What were you saying, Eric? Oh, I was saying uh, in San Antonio, uh, I think Corey mentioned the train track lanterns or the little ghost girl lanterns. Did we have those? Yeah, yeah. They're, Craig. Now, see, that's the one I find funny is... One moment, stop, Craig. Hey, Craig, show. how are you tonight? Can you hear us? Talk, that's... Craig. Oh. Craig? Yeah, we can hear you. I can hear him. Oh, you can. Okay. Why can't we hear him all of a sudden? Why can't we hear him? Craig. 
Yeah. Oh, there we yay. are. <laughs> Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. Thanks for calling in, Craig. Appreciate it. I know you and I have known each other for a couple of years now, and and uh, you had emailed me earlier in the week or texted me earlier in the week and said you got some pretty good ones to talk about. So I've really been looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, well, my uh, sister, my oldest sister, she lives in Anderson, and she works for the uh, paper there in, in Anderson. And every Halloween, they get to go out and do ghost hunts, but they, for some reason, always get to be canceled. But she has gotten the info and what happens there and stuff. So, well, if you'd like to know some places. Oh, yeah, for sure. So the Anderson, it always gets canceled, though, and they, they don't ever give a reason? Yeah, they never give a reason. It, I don't know why, but... That's Some weird. always comes up. It's not coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. This year would be coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that's, I hope Halloween's not canceled. Oh, I hope not either. But anyway, uh, no, I think that's interesting that it keeps getting canceled uh, for no apparent reason. You know, to me, after a while, I would just quit having it if it continually gets canceled right. like that. Um, but uh, the the one, Craig, what was the one that is that also the one I sent you and Anderson? Is it Anderson or Muncie where they're seeing the uh, little dwarf people or something? Oh, okay. Okay, that's that is uh, Mound State Park. Mounds. That is an Anderson. Okay, Mound right. State Park. Mounds. Now that's yeah. okay. I looked this up. Right. Yeah. That, that's where it's like three to four foot tall little goblins. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's one I definitely want to go check out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're called uh, Puckwudgies. Puckwudgies, yeah. That's what they're it's actually in the in the Indiana top uh, ten paranormal things to look at. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we are going then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally down with this. Yeah, definitely. Gonna... The, 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 the original Indians there were called the Hopewell Indians. Hopa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopa. Yeah. They're, they might be. They might be. Uh, I think they're they're part of the mounds that are actually there. Uh, they're the ones who created the mounds. So, that, the that, Hobo. Well, I, you know, we'll check that out, actually. I'll check yeah, that, that, that is. We need to write this down. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Hopewell Indians Mounds State Ho- Park. Hopewell? H O P O? Hopewell, yeah. Hopa. Hopewell. 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 Hopewell Indians, yeah. And then it's Mound State Park in Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, Mound State Park. And you know, the. You know, I work, I work with the state parks in Indiana and. Yeah, with Kobachi, uh, right? The, yeah, the officials there probably won't mention them, but uh, yeah, they the, know they're there. It's one of those uh, don't like don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Kind of like the uh, the if you if you guys are interested in the missing four one one stuff, yeah, I would. There's tons of books. There's some documentaries that are absolutely amazing, but the missing four one one goes in with the national parks. And stuff like that. Is that, is that kind of something you're talking about, Greg? Where the missing four and one, like young kids or people that are in these state parks, kind of go missing? No, what he's talking about is if we go up and say, "Hey, where's mounds at?" We want to go look for these uh, yeah. puck wedgies. Yeah, puck wedgies. They're just gonna go. We don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you gotta like. Yeah, yeah you kind of gotta yeah, go. Yeah. The one state park I am currently working with, though the. Uh, the uh, head park guy, he is really into Bigfoot, so. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, you're in the right show, brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Hey, we had some. We had quite a few in Milford, or, uh, up in uh, north of Warsaw, Kosciuszko County. There were some Bigfoot, quite a few Bigfoot sightings up here. That actually, that show on Discovery Channel came up here. <laughs> oh, don't yeah. even say it. Oh, the Finding Bigfoot. I don't even. Oh, know it's which a squatch for sure. They were here though. Yeah. Sasquatch. I will never be that person. Yeah, that guy, that guy made a bunch of money ever. though. He made a bunch of money. Think of about course that. he did. It's called yeah. marketing. Yeah. So yeah, let's get back on topic. Of, like Greg, I know you've shared some stories. Uh, about the paranormal between just us in private time. Mm-hmm. What are some of your stuff that you've actually experienced? Uh, I'd say I have, I have experienced paranormal activity at uh, my parents' property ever since I was six years old. Wow. Well, tell us about it, man. man. Share your stories. Whoa. Well, I, something I could remember when I was six, I'd be playing in my room, and I'll see a shadow figure go by. Which I didn't know was a shadow figure at, at the time, but it, it was always a shadow. And they would always say it was my great aunt always checking up on me. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Oh. So. Uh, and so, then I would then I would hear like uh, we used to have we have a bathroom. It's been remodeled, but I would hear the drawer open and close. And I, now let me open. ask let me ask you a question, Greg. Did it seem to happen more once the bathroom was remodeled? Like because you're disturbing the home. No, this this was before it was remodeled. Okay. So now now it's remodeled. It doesn't have drawers in it. I don't hear it. Anymore. And that that like we could. I have often heard that once uh, you disturb something, one, right? Well, yeah. Once you start like changing what it was used to, it doesn't like it. It doesn't like it, and usually it picks up in activity. Yeah. Um, I've heard that several times. Um, I, I've never heard of, and that's kind of nice that, you know, if you know who it is, it's kind of calming at times. Like, if you think you know who it is. They're just saying hi. Yeah, they're just saying hi, you know. And uh, But, however, it, you know, you the, the squeaky too. wheel would drive me yeah. nuts after a while, <laughs> yeah. even if it is yeah. Aunt Bertha that passed 100 years ago. Like, Bertha, quit fucking... God dang it! Like, Honey, I know it's you, babe. Yeah. Yeah, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, it's Harry Potter kind of the same way. Think about it. The, 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 the but the but what got me different. puzzled is what's happening in my shop. Okay, what's happening? I have had a, a four foot long level been thrown across the shop. Holy! Uh, I was. Uh, I'm a woodworker, and I was cutting on the bandsaw. I usually. I usually have the music pretty loud. I mean, I live in an Amish neighborhood, you know, and they can hear my music. So uh, I have it pretty loud, and I was facing down, just cutting, and I happened to look down, and I saw my boots and an extra pair of boots, and I thought maybe one of my friends walked in that come see me at night. I looked up, and there was nobody there. Yeah. Really? That's messed up, man. Yeah. So I have a story. So when my daughter was really young, there was a housing development built in uh, Glendale, Arizona. And it was all, uh, before the housing development, it was all citrus groves. Orange, actually, oranges. And one night, we had, we were, my daughter's mother and I were in bed and we had a monitor, right? We had the, it was yeah. when that live feed stuff was oh, first, came yeah, into, yeah. Yeah, first came into play. And we're sitting there, and we heard our daughter crying. So we both looked up, and we saw an elbow. Okay. Rest on the, on her, 
going to crib. And it, and then we heard, it's okay, go back to sleep. <laughs> so we thought nothing of it. My mother was staying with us at the time. Okay. And the next morning, we said, hey, Mom, thanks for checking, taking, t- for checking on Bella. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. What? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? And yeah. and she goes, I didn't check on Bella. Yeah. And I had started researching in that area that there was this apparition or whatever you want to call it that would just kind of go, "It's okay, child. Go back to sleep." Yeah. No, that's crazy. Oh yeah. Well, I know. Like my parents, my mom would. There was a. They lived in um, Beaver Creek, Ohio. Beaver Creek. Yeah. Beaver Creek, Ohio. Like a lot of this, is that like Ohio? It's got a funny name, like West Virginia, Indiana. Like we got all these like Turkey Run, like all these. Oh yeah, <laughs> it cracks me up. But anyway, but like, uh, so the house they lived in. This was when they first got married and everything, and they um, didn't. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. But all of a sudden, my mom and dad would come in, or my mom would come in and. The paper, the morning paper, would be on the table, you know. And so she'd be like, "Hey, John, my dad's name. Hey, John, did you bring paper in? Well, no, I didn't bring the paper in. Did you bring the paper? In? Yeah, no, I wasn't alive yet. And uh, but you know, little strange things kept happening. Um, and so they decided to move. It wasn't like major right. anything, just strange things. Yeah. So they decided to move, and uh, they would hear different noises and things like that, and um, nothing malevolent. And uh, so they decided to move. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Malevolent. Yeah. Like, that, that's the ghost fucking version, excuse me, of maliciousness. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so anyway, come to find out one of the professors at UD, University of Dayton, had mm-hmm. killed himself in that house. Oh, my God. So, wow. Yeah, I mean, Dude, it, I like, I love those little stories like that, that, you know... Uh, things that go bump in the night. night yeah. yeah. Does anybody else have anything that they can call in with? Hey, Eric, what about Chupacabra? Got, Chupacabra, is yeah, that bumping in the no, night? No, that's, that's not bad. Uh, We're not talking about goat suckers. That's a gifted, bro. They I do have night. a little ghost story, though. Because oh, yeah. this fucking ghost got me good. <laughs> so, like, as a kid, like, um, uh, I would wake up, you know, and, and wait until my parents were up. And usually, like, the first sign of hearing them was, like, my mom in the kitchen making breakfast or something like that. So I'd <laughs> sit in my room awake, wait for uh, them to get up and start making breakfast and then go out, you know, into the living room or kitchen or whatever. So there's one morning I woke up, you know, everything was normal. Heard ditches clacking around. I was like, all right, cool. Went out and there's nothing. Like the whole house is just dark. And Did I'm it like, smell uh, like bacon uh, or anything cooking? No, I didn't know. I didn't smell anything. I just, I was always, I was one on the hearing, you know, just, oh, yeah. uh, oh, someone's awake, you know, before they got everything done, I would just go out because I knew someone was up. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there's, That's you know, kitchen's dark. Everything's dark. I'm like, so well, this is bullshit. What, what happened? <laughs> so I ended up going into my parents' room and waking my mom up. I'm like, were you in the kitchen? She's like, no, we'll go back to sleep. I was like, oh. Alright. <laughs> Just like you motherfucker. <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. So how should we go about Hey I, well, quick story though. Same thing, dude. So I, when I was in high school, like I was wrestling toward my rotator cuff, my labor room. This is a bad deal. I had to have a heat surgery and but I got this like morphine trip. And I could push it like every fifteen minutes I can get a drip. And I, I, I all I remember is like it's time sitting on the couch 
I'm pushing the button. And I all of a sudden I had this conversation with my mom. My mom walks around the corner and I'm, I'm like, I'm talking to her. I'm like, where's the, I'm, I forget it was like dinner. I'm like, where's the lasagna? Are we have lasagna? I'm like, I thought we were, and then it's that moment where you, you kind of like, you open your eyes and it's like, oh, mom's not there. Okay. You're looking at the corner, like the same corner. It's like, oh God. So, and that's the power of like morphine. Like, so those kind of drugs, like they, they're nuts. Like, yeah, right. Not to get they, down that they road. Do like, kind of send that. So. I'm not you trying know, to be the guy that knocked paranormal, but I'm just saying. Oh no, you're not knocking that. That's that's fine. <laughs> that the the morphine thing. That's hallucination. Uh, it is so, unbelievable. Let's get back on topic. So we are discussing paranormal. We're we're talking about we were talking about Ed and Lorraine and how demonology is an inhuman versus uh, what was it human that? human and walking in limbo and and this and that. So what what are Let's let's get back on this. What what is the and if you guys feel free to chime in anytime, like call or or type a message, send us whatever you want. But let's get back on topic. Uh, we we took a definite detour on this. So, oh, yeah. what are we looking to? Uh, and Dax and myself, I'm Aaron, by the way. We are seriously talking about going, and we are gonna go and do investigations. Greg, <laughs> where should we go, man? We just, yeah, we well, like together. we had said, we want to go to this mounds and the mounds. I think yeah. that'd be fun. But I want to the look for Park. these things close. that we talked about tonight. I want to know. You know, I want to know if there's a demon. Like I'm not like before we do this. I want to be prepared because I don't want to just well, go. And, and so that's like like one of Dude, the things. It's social distancing, like demons yeah, are social distancing, social distancing demons. Will be it's fine. off the chart right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We're gonna still do our thing. <laughs> we can't but, no, like. So this is the point of me kind of reading this book, too. Yeah. Is, like, I just Googled first-time ghost hunt. Okay. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, no, I'm like, no, okay, it's well, let's it's see what the hell this comes up as, right. you know? But one of the things that, like, really freaks me out is, of all the things I've read on Google searches, just, and even DuckDuckGo duck, like yeah. searches. DuckDuckGo. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but Linux, anyway. Baby, Linux, all day long. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so anyway, like all these, the one thing they all say in common is, is make sure you bring holy water, say a prayer before you go, yeah. and tell the spirits to stay there when you leave. And like, we've talked about this like in major religions, like like all these things that they have in common, okay? Yeah. Well, They all have that in common. So guess what? Before we go... Yeah, we're gonna do a better bet. I'm gonna find some holy water. (laughs) (laughs) So, So. what? What about? And welcome, guys, to the show. Um, So we're talking about the paranormal. We're talking about ghosts, demons, uh, inhumans, stuff like this. Uh, We did a poll on our Facebook page that the paranormal won over cryptids, and we are actually having a blast discussing this. We got way off course, but welcome to the show. What's going to happen? It does tend to happen. That's okay. We all like yeah, to talk. It's all, we're having a blast with it. Coincides. Yeah, it does. Welcome all. to the frame. And if you're not willing to admit that none of it kind of does kind of coincide, then you're right. fooling yourself in just saying, oh, well, Mothman, it's only Mothman. There's no ghosts or Bigfoot's not UFOs or yeah. alien abduct. Like, we're, we're open to all of it. So... And we're open to all of it because we want to experience all of it. Yeah. We want to investigate all of it. We want to hear all of your stories and take it all and be like, okay, and base our our 
base your information and your experiences on how we should approach our investigation. Right. So, like Dax, like like we we started uh, pulling all of our equipment together. We are literally going to start doing yes self investigations and. If we ever get out of this damn weather pattern. Yeah, yeah we'll get out of it. Yeah. But, I mean, so for me, man, I'm super, I, super duper, I am very super interested in the possession, the, had the three knocks on the door, the three o'clock hour, the, what, uh, somebody said the veil. Uh, I think no, it was yeah. Eric. Yeah, the Um, Those are what I'm interested in. And, and, and see, what transpires at these times? Obviously, that's why ghost hunts take place, right? Right, right. Because of those hours between midnight or however, once the sun goes down, everybody starts knocking on doors. Or not knocking on doors, but the, the creepy shit comes in. Right. right. Yeah, and, but I think also, like, we had talked about this right before the show of, like, darkness. Yes. You know, and I wish Neve could chime in right now. Okay, but so that's why I was like the energy, right? The right, 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 right. But that's what I'm saying is, is it's like, yeah, like you, is, we get onto these like, this is what we were brought up to believe that at night bad things happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So okay, you said you worked in law enforcement, oh, basically. Yeah. Okay. Full moon. Full moon. Oh, it, okay. de- it definitely has a play. Okay, but listen, yeah. listen, All listen. Know, when right? do most house break-ins happen? During the day or no, at night? No, all at night. No. No, all at night. No, during the day. In the Midwest, yeah. Midwest is during the right. day. So where I'm from, okay. it's all, it's all you're at night. Out and it's, right now, if you're caught outside right now, you, you are like, you're subject number one. Like you are yeah. like, you, well, you that's it. right now because of But the, No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it's but no, that's what I'm saying is, is like here in the Midwest, most house break-ins happen in the Very middle good. of the day. Because you're no one's home and you're at work. work. Yeah. yeah. So what does that in? have to do with the the dark? The dark. The, the dark is led to believe like everything happens at night. Okay. Okay. Like all the bad things happen at night. But that's so, not true. But that's what we're talking about. We're right. not talking about people's fucked up ways of doing things. We're not talking about tweakers. We're not talking about. No, we're talking about people that are very professional no, and very good. We're, we're talking about some possessed let's though get to like back on yeah, let's dirty. get back on track here. We're yeah. talking about people that are possessed that welcome stupid shit in their life. And what happened? Ghost of the Bermuda Triangle. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, we wanna do we wanna go down that rabbit hole of the Bermuda Triangle and not right now. No, not right now. Okay, so so hold on, hold on. Who's this? Reem's turning on. Cheat. This person's been on for a few minutes yeah. now. The listener has. Okay. Um, in relationship with ghosts, I don't. I mean, I've never heard of any like, ghost. I mean, yes. I mean, there is. I, I think they're back. Yeah. So out of all the planes and the ships that have gone down through there, like there's been reportings of like ghost uh, ships. Yeah, ghost ships. Yeah, yeah. rolling through. Yeah. Yeah. There's the phantom noises, yeah. the things like that. Yeah. They, but you're going to see, like, so that, that's to me, so messed up. It goes back to, like, um, when we were talking about ghosts and how, like, a lot of ghosts get formed, I believe, is by a violent yeah. action, action. They've been ripped out of this, this place, this ready. time, yeah. uh, before they were ready. And 
so the same thing happens. Like if you believe so, is that, is that, so ripped out in a uh, so back same yeah. topic with the paranormal. Which yes, the Bermuda Triangle is paranormal, but that's a totally different subject. So ghosts being ripped out in a shitty way, whether they were murdered or however, right? Is that how a haunting takes place? Pirates of the Caribbean, dude. Have you don't watch that? No, no, no. The, the, the Dutchman no, no, no. goes down. I have. Like, Chris. But, yeah. <laughs> but Jack the Ripper, Jack the Ripper. I mean, come on, Eric, where you at, man? Come on, bring up that that the violent dude. These guys, these these demon possessed people, like. Uh, even like but, but, okay, but do you that. think they're demon possessed, or do you think that there's like something psychologically wrong with them? Well, it could be both. I mean, I, 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 I think because <laughs> yeah, or a little it, bit it takes else. somebody to be that savantish. Either they're that much of a savant to where they just are that good at doing what they do, the everyday life, but to be that somebody at night to just and we to, just went on to another side. Yeah. But uh, our serial killer. <laughs> possession, though, it, it goes to where like you, you don't want to get me talking about serial killers, man. Oh, man I no, go no. off for hours. But possession is zero. There are people that, that have taught, even like their vibe, they can't even be near them and they feel that just this No, I get it. So let's get it's back to our person. original topic. We went way off base. No, we're, we're but back the to idea, the, the idea of ghosts, you know, there's yeah. something, yeah, a lot of it is violent. Yeah. Um, some kind of bad thing happened to them. Um, angry, some right? people like, have like things left. That's yeah. where that spirit's yeah, because for some reason or another, they feel like... They're pissed. Well, they yeah. might be pissed, but I feel like they feel like they got shortchanged. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't their time to leave, or they feel like that something they need to do still needs to happen. You right. know, and that's... Like, even in the book that I say I keep reading or referring back to, like, they refer to that in there, that these people will... Um, they Like, when... They would come they in and, and yeah, they grasped to something there. That's like to bring back a point of this whole Ed and Lorraine thing. They grasped to it as a perfect example of Annabelle. Okay. They go, they go right into. So is that an inanimate object? Object is that an inanimate object being possessed? Yes, that's what I believe. Is but that, is it? So their their theory on Annabelle was this. Okay, was how Annabelle got started was the slight movements. Okay. Okay. So Annabelle was actually a Raggedy Ann doll made in the 1970s. Okay. The doll was three and a half foot tall. Okay. Creepy shit thing about it is, I think I had one of these things. There's only needs to roach you all back. Yeah. <laughs> but you could manipulate their body their legs and their arms and part of their head. Okay. So the Annabelle thing was they would put it in the chair. Okay? It was a present. They would put it in a chair. They would come back from work the next that night and legs would be crossed, arms would be crossed. Creepy. Okay. Gotcha. So, so Annabelle, so that's how all of a sudden it was like, if you had joined us earlier in the show, we had talked about how these things get started. That's how that got started was all of a sudden they started noticing this little thing. Does that make sense? That, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and so they started noticing this little thing and started giving it power and, and you know. And it, is there a way, all right, real quick, off topic. Uh, guys, we're going to do a real quick, uh, is there a way we can link somebody in on... Oh, we can share in many ways. No, no, no. Um, 
if I were to put them on speakerphone, could they talk? Um, with my phone into the show? Maybe, yes. Mm. It, it, yeah, they should be able to. One of two you ways. can try it. Just yeah. throw it on I your am going to try it right now. And set your phone because right over there. Because you're... Hey... Hi, can I, I'm going to try and do something okay, with you. Okay, so live right now. I'm going to try and do something with you. With uh, the energy this of stuff. Is, like I said, ghosts and goblins. Goblins uh, Go for are it. totally different, in my mind, like medieval thought. Okay. Uh, and ghosts are... So, um, well, let's give a... Ghosts, so let, ghosts are just like... like Neve, how do you say her name? All right, it's Neve. Neve, how, Neve talk. Hi, John. Hi, can everybody hear Neve? Type yes or no. Give it. Give us a thumbs up. We're gonna try something new here. Greg. Yeah, Eric, can you hear her? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. okay yes. So Neve. So we were talking about energies and and energies in houses, right? Yes. And and Neve is a very, very great person for this. So Neve actually came to my house one time and did a cleansing. Neve, can you explain what you did when you came to my house and the experience that you that I was having and why you did the cleanse? Well, you were telling me that you were having problems sleeping. So you uh, felt that there was an energy upstairs in the house? Yes. And so I suggested, well, let's sage your house. And so that's what I did. So I saged the house. And then I also, uh, by doing it, I, I go anti-clockwise from the front entrance all the way through the house. And then once you, and you go into every corner, you let the smoke go into each corner to cleanse out uh, old spirits, old energies. And then once you're done with that, you go clockwise around the house with, I used uh, Reiki candles. And um, basically to welcome in the positivity so you're clearing out the negative I literally out had so, so let me explain something I literally had Neve is a very good friend of ours okay uh, uh Neve actually I had pain I, I literally had physical pain because of this and Neve came over and she cleansed the house and then what well, you actually stood around me right and you cleansed around me yes I did that that's right yeah I forgot about that yeah it's um but that's just something that I do with, you know, it's an intuitive thing where I just, I feel something so I can actually help ground those energies, those bad energies out of your body by flicking it out and then grounding it. So do you, do you perceive yourself or do you practice she's Reiki? A sophro- she's a sophrologist. Do you practice Reiki? I do practice Reiki. See? But this is something that I've just known from a very young age um, that there is healing of some sort with me. I can help heal people, and I can't even explain it. I mean, I've been out in, in bars here in Phoenix where friends are like, oh, I've got this pain here, and I'll just go, okay, let me see. And I'll put my hands over them, and I'll feel where the heat is, where where they're feeling the information, and I will just literally flick it out of their body. And they and, I'm, and I, I always ask for the feedback because I don't really know what I'm doing. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm just It's an intuitive thing where I just feel, I, I need to do this. I have a need to do this. And they'll come back and go, yeah. And Aaron, you were the perfect uh, person to kind of explain also because you were like saying, I, I, I slept upstairs for the first time in a long time. 
Oh yeah. He felt peaceful. After after your cleansing. And you what we did that for about what, two two, three hours, didn't we? Uh, it wasn't that long, no. It was maybe no? maybe half an hour. Oh when I, we did it the felt actual, longer than that because she literally session. Yeah, that was about an hour and a half we did. But the house itself was not was not that long. But no, we did but we, you we, actually I took my time doing it just to make sure different. I got into you know, each corner. So explain sophrology real quick. Sophrology. Okay, so sophrology is not known in in the United States at all. The words themselves, uh, it's the um, study of conscious harmony. And what I teach people is to uh, to help them with uh, depression or to help them with anxiety. And by it's a blend. So sophrology is a blend of several modalities. Using Eastern and Western practices for relaxation, um, so it blends. Obviously, a huge part is mindfulness. Uh, meditation is something you know. Meditation, people kind of go, "Oh, you're going to go on for half an hour." I'm like, "No, it's not like that." What I'm doing is I'm blending all these different things to help you visualize, to relax, to use phenomenology, which is essentially the, the noticing the body, noticing the sensations of the body, phenomena. Um, and uh, helping people realize that they are very strong themselves, that they, they need to look towards positivity and stop letting fear uh, take over their lives. So it was originally created for war veterans with PTSD to help them get off medication. And it was inspired by um, a, a neuropsychiatrist who was fascinated with uh, how people were... Uh, going under surgery without any, um, uh, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So they basically were, were being hypnotized yeah. to go yeah. into surgery. Okay, mm-hmm. so no uh, anesthetists totally were there. And so the power of the mind, how the power of the mind could help them uh, through surgery, which obviously would be very painful if their conscious mind was really feeling what was happening to their body. And so he studied, um, uh, Professor Casado is his name, he, he studied how can we bring this into modern day life to help more <laughs> veterans and people with depression. So to, it, it's like a sort of a mind switch, so to switch the mind towards positivity and you start in little basic steps. And that's kind of how astrology was, was born. But then somebody applied it to um, their tennis game, and their game improved, and then they trained their friends, and then the friends' game improved. So then in secret, they trained um, for the 1968 Winter Olympics, four of the members on the national ski team, uh, the Swiss ski team, and three of them got medals. And that's when they announced then to the world that they had been training with um, sophrology. And I'm sure there's a lot of sports people who use it, but they just they don't tell because don't it's kind of giving away it. the game. No. And so it, it was kind of exploded then in Europe. So I, like here in America, I find a lot of people, especially right now, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear. And by grounding yourself, and kind of what I was doing, when you hold a lot of fear and anxiety, you start actually, the self then starts Man, taking on the stress, mm-hmm. and people get sick. Yep. Hey, yep. hey, Neve, real fast. Um, Neve, this is Dax, by the way. Yeah, Neve. Um, a friend of mine is a neuropsychiatrist, and she was telling me that there's actually been uh, 
studying of the meditation that you were talking about actually shrinks the amygdala. And for anybody that doesn't know what the amygdala is, it's the gray matter, okay, of your cerebellum on each side, on each hemisphere. And the amygdala is actually what controls your emotion. So they're saying that meditation, when that, that gray matter starts to shrink, it's not that you're becoming less emotional, yeah. but that you are in more control of your emotions. So that goes back to anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. um, yeah. ADHD, things like that. I mean, all of this is based on um, how you feel. Kind of going down. Yeah, and so anyway, but yeah, that's uh, I found that interesting that just simply meditating for twenty to thirty minutes a day can help shrink that. No, I think, I think absolutely. I mean, it definitely it makes a huge. It really helps. I'm, I mean, you know, a simple thing that you can all do is just like right now. Do you want to do a little example right now? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want you all just to notice how your body is feeling. Where you're, where you're holding tension in your body. Where do you feel tension in your body right now? In my back. Right. It's tension, right? Yeah. So, so Dave, I... Oh, oh, sh- go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Where are you feeling tension? But, well, we're, we're all holding it, whichever way we're sitting right now, or how we're sitting, yeah. or how we're... You know, you could be thinking it's, my, it's your shoulders, your back. But if gut. I did I'm a full body in. scan on you, you're going to realize you're holding it in your little finger yeah. as well. <laughs> so, so Dave, yeah, yeah, yeah. remember when you, when you came over and you cleansed my house? And you said, are you burning uh, incense? Yes. You said that's bad. I, you know what? Here's what somebody, somebody told me a story years ago about um, um, their daughter was seeing a lot of spirits in her house. And she was kind of fearful for the daughter being so young and why she's seeing this because it was too young an age to be. She was a little bit aware of some of it. And there was a lady who said to her, do you burn a lot of incense? And she said, yes, all the time. And she advised her to stop doing that because it is attracting. The daughter obviously had an open spirit where she was, you know, um, meaning, you know, her, her chakras were all open and her, her awareness um, her, her subconscious awareness, for sure, was open to spirits, and the spirits were attracted to this light of this child. And so she said to, to help guard the child with that is to stop burning incense. And then later on in life, you know, when, when she's ready to deal with that, because, you know, when you're that young, you, you when you start hearing voices or you start seeing people, it is it's very freaky. And so this is something, that, an advice that she had given to her. Now, I, I would not say to people, stop burning incense. You know, it's yeah. it, it, it's just this particular child was it's gifted, true. okay? So she was attracting them. And so um, when you talk about people who are schizophrenic, mm-hmm. that is the same thing. They just don't know what it is. They don't realize what it is. And I actually had a client come to me who was very stressed out, couldn't sleep, was awake again the early, the early hours of the morning, you know, the, the 3 a.m. call. And I was, um, you know, helping her you know, deal with physical, deal with the physical end of the stress, which was how to relax the body. And then I, I just, it came through to me where I'm like, oh, okay, she's, she's seeing more, but she's, she doesn't know how to approach it. And if she went to a psychiatrist, they'd say she's crazy. They put her in the nuthouse and they put her on medication. Yep. But once, and she was old enough, she was 17, so she was, she was able to receive the information I was going to give her. She was old enough to understand it. And she basically now is so peaceful in her life 
Well, let me let me add to that. I have a friend of mine. I asked you about Reiki, and I have a friend of mine. She practiced Reiki, and she has a twelve-year-old son that is having a lot of problems. And but it's not that he's on a lot of problems. He has high anxiety, and he um, has some stomach issues, some physical ailments because of that. Right. So so anyway. Um, he misses a lot of school, but him and his mom have really been talking, and he has told her that he is seeing other people, okay? Right. And, and, and so inside their house, and not that it's like a bad thing, it's like a gift thing. And, right, exactly. Yes, and, and so what, what my point is, is if, he was, if she was to take him to a therapist, the first thing they would do is label him as psychotic because he's seeing things because that's the social norm okay but they don't see it as a gift and the next thing they're going to do is put him on a lot of medication yep yeah yeah it's it's awful sad really so what have you ever have you had any experience with that need where what dax is talking about well, that's, that's what exactly this, this um, teenager who came to me, the 17-year-old, except she was a bit older, uh, obviously, than this child who's 12. But from what you're telling me, the parents seem to understand that this is what he's seen, that they know the child's not crazy. And I, I would just sort of um, explain to them that, you know, there are energies when people pass away to the next dimension. Um, their spirit is still a- around, but not everybody hears or sees or feels them. And he's very, very gifted and special. And so if he has any fear, he can tell them to leave him alone. He can actually say to them, no, I don't want you around here. If he doesn't feel fear, well, then he also can say, well, they're there to look out for him. And that'll keep him peaceful. He, we don't, I don't know if, if I would tell a 12-year-old to start communicating directly, like asking questions. Um, because, you know, that, that's, that's for the, the parents to also be, you know, uh, aware of what that could do because right. Right. you got to know this teenage girl that I was um, working with for over a year um, once she realized it I said now you've got to be very careful I said you know once I literally said to her I know what I know what this is and she goes oh my gosh thank you and then she goes yeah there's two of them in the room right now with us and I went okay interesting and so she was describing them but like again she was a bit a little bit older and but I just said to her, you still also got to be aware that because your light is open, you can also attract the type that you know, spirits that you don't want clinging onto you because they're clinging onto you. They they don't even know they're dead most of the time. Right. You know, there's there's there's, there's 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 a lot of that there to to. It, it, I mean, to anyone else who's never heard of this, this probably sounds a bit crazy, but. <laughs> Well, I it's think, a real. Yeah, that's one of the reasons we're doing the show. Eric, yeah, what do you got? There's a good question I was wanting to bring up by Renus, I think is right. Yeah. Um, Neve, do you do you think, and if you there is, what is the relation between magic and sophrology? I think I got that right. Sophrology, yes. Magic and sophrology. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, hmm. you know, there's not no, like magicians, but like no the magic. traditional I mean, sense of magic. There's no energy at the end of the day. Magic is something is that, that are, 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 are <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd have to ask Chris Angel what he does because he, <laughs> I think it's 
no, and that's not even the same magic. Um, not so much magician style, but there's, you know, we have left hand path magic, right hand path magic, chaos magic, where a lot of that oh, is kind of like. Oh, you mean like? Oh, I know. Sorry, not magic. Yes, you're talking yeah, yeah. like uh, Wicca and, and 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 rituals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I don't. I don't like to delve into that. Part. I don't have enough, you know, knowledge of it. But I know that when it comes to people who can cast spells, they you, know, you can cast positive spells. But if you start casting negative stuff, it all comes back on you. It's all about energy. If right. you want something bad to happen to somebody, it may happen, but it'll come back sevenfold to you. Yeah. You don't want to mess around with that. And I don't, I don't believe in, I don't like, uh, I don't ever want to have anything to do with any of those type of things. I just keep away from it. Because you don't know what you're dealing with. There's, there's all sorts of dark spirits that we're exactly. not really aware of. And unless you were really qualified in that, I, I just wouldn't mess with it. Yeah, and I, I think that that's the big key thing here is... I think the big key thing here is is like keeping an open mind to all of this. Um, sorry, I got sidetracked by this. Uh, Rainus wants to know, using goblins to predict the future, I... Don't know yeah, what that means. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Yeah. Well, um, do you, have you ever heard of Sylvia Brown? Who what? Smoking the Brown? Sylvia Brown. Sylvia, uh, Sylvia Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sylvia psychic. Brown the psychic. Yes. She wrote in her book in 2020, there's going to be a pandemic virus that's going to come around and a lot of people will get sick and it will be a world pandemic but it will end as soon as it started and then she added on in another 10 years it'll come back again but we will be immune to it now she's passed away about six maybe years seven years oh my god i didn't realize she was gone that long what no way yeah something like that i think yeah so, wow. so what's the title again Author title, what? Sylvia uh, Brown. Her name is Sylvia Brown. So S-Y-L-V-I-A Brown, B-R-O-W-N-E. And I don't remember the name of her book, but you look up Sylvia Brown, 2020 Pandemic, you'll find her very easily on the web. So, so, that's crazy. So Sylvia Brown, though, she, didn't she have a TV show? She did. She was that. I believe so, I never saw it. I just, I knew her books because I had her books when I was living in Europe, but I never saw her TV show. I think, was she on Oprah or one of those? Yeah, she was the medium. Yes. So they actually right. used her quite a bit on like some ch- missing things. Missing missing people. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. Do you believe that negative energy or possession is possible? Absolutely. Can you expand on that a little bit? Because that's what our whole show topic is tonight, and that's why I wanted you to call in. No, that's what your topic went to all of a well, sudden. No, no, no. <laughs> well, our, 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 well, no, our whole topic is paranormal. That's right. And, and, and negative spirits and... Yeah, yeah. and uh, Possession, go. Yeah, go ahead, Eve. Possession. <laughs> Sorry, that's me. I, I, I did kind of railroad that. You're good. Possession, seriously. <laughs> well, <clears throat> let's see. Um, I well, mean, actually, I hold on. experienced it firsthand. I've, I have read some articles... But I sort of, I, I don't really like to entertain that too much because you can get a little bit obsessed with it and yeah. you can start, uh, I try to, to, to keep more on, just be aware of it, be wary of it. Like, I'll give an example. Okay, um, in Ireland, there are many hawthorn trees 
And I can guarantee you there is not one Irish farmer that will ever cut one down because that's where the fairies live. And if you cut it down, it's going to bring you a lot of bad luck. So, no kidding. I mean, to go into what you just said, like, the more you talk about it, the more real it gets. Yeah. Right. Right. The more you bring it into... You, you innocently bring it let's into... Go, yeah. Let's go back full circle. Let's no, 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 no. But, no, like, I... So, I... I mean, I don't know if you've read... I've been reading this book called The Demonologist, The Extraordinary Life of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Do you know who they are? No, never heard of them. Okay, so Ed and Lorraine Warren, their prime was between the 50s, 60s, and 70s, but are best known for... Movies that were made because of them, the Amityville Horror. Uh, oh Conjur- right, yeah. The Conjuring, Annabelle. Okay, these are all. So, so in there, they say, like, the more you talk about it, the more you go out and do these things, the more likely you are to bring it home with you. Right, right. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, because you see, if you are. You know, you got to remember, there's spirits everywhere around. And if you are dwelling on the negative, you're the negative. If you if you are sort of wishfully thinking about stuff, you can attract uh, things that you don't even understand. Like uh, you know, self fulfilling prophecy. What you worry about, can you you can bring on to you. So if you are looking into more information on these, and uh, you know, you can look at it from a scientific point of view or whatever. Um, but, you know, there's powerful forces out there that you just got to be aware of. And I'm not qualified at all to talk about it. And I'm sure there's other people who would be more qualified to say, hey, well, hey, you know what? No, I've played with this, Ouija boards and whatnot. I would never play with a Ouija board, personally. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, you just... Why would you uh, never you, play with a Ouija board? What did I talk about earlier? We talked about earlier. But I want to hear... Why not do it? Dude, she's, she's... Oh, my God. This is why I want to get her on the show. Why would you never play with a Ouija board? You're like a real Ghostbuster, you know that? And you're a female. (laughs) (laughs) Because you've got to be aware of what it could bring on. You know, when you have felt those spirits, when you've had, you know, I've been to Jerome Town here in in, um, uh, North Arizona, okay? And I've been in the Grand Hotel where it's like the most haunted town in America, I believe, or at least one of. And I didn't get to go to the tour, but I was kind of curious to sort of um, do the tour. But unfortunately, it got cancelled. So went up to the hotel anyway, and I was talking in the lobby. And I said to the gentleman there, going, well, you know, I know we didn't get to do the tour because there weren't enough people. But, you know, are there are any places there walking through the hotel as we go to the restaurants that we should stop and just pay attention to. And he goes, well, you know what, if you open the door here, which brings you down, as in the front entrance on the left-hand side, it brings you down to the boiler room. And we literally peeked the door open about two feet, and I got the biggest shiver down my spine. I went, nope, that's good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, I, I, that's that's what I talk about. Like, that's what we were talking about, opening doors that you may not want to open. The veil. Have you ever heard of the veil? These are all that I've heard of, but I've never seen. And it's not that I don't want to see them. I would be curious to watch them. Um, but I just remember watching The Omen, and that was the one movie that the freaked Omen. me out completely. Yeah. Well, and that's like, the the book I've just found very interesting, because we wanted to go uh, do some actual on-site investigations. And one of the things that... Um, I'm very analytical, so I like to make sure like everything's ducks in a row kind of thing. 
quick right. and do as much as I can research wise. But one of the things is, is like everything talks about like if you keep doing this, there's a good chance you're going to bring it home. You know, right. because you're exposing well, I mean, I yourself more to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it goes to the Ouija boards, the seances, yep. you know, things like that. So doing this, do we invite something in? Need? No. Yeah. No. Yes. What? Not no, so what I'm saying, don't openly invite something in, but, by but doing there's the potential to have it brought okay. home. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, need, I mean, we, good as well as bad, by the way, because... Um, yeah, I have a friend who actually did go to Jerome, and she was in the restaurant there. It's what's called the asylum. And she went off to the bathroom at one stage, the restroom, and there was a guy, a gentleman, who was sitting at the table next to her, um, a white dude. And when she came back, he was a black dude. And she <laughs> she literally went over to her friends and going, do you see what just happened to that guy? Some spirit has taken over his body. He's now gone from being a white dude to a black dude. And they all went, oh, my God, yeah. Now, that's nuts, but she is very much in tune with uh, spirit. So she has talked to spirits. She has done um, psychic work, if you want. Yeah. And she has had literally people follow her home, and she's like, okay, look, you've been in the car the whole way with me. What do you want? I'm now about to arrive home to my husband, and I don't need you bothering me. <laughs> and the guy basically had a message. He passed on his family... Um, this is an example of how they can come to you but she again like I said can listen to them and hear them so um, and so she knew it wasn't a bad spirit but she said to him okay so tell me what, I, what, what can I do to help you and he said look my family in my will uh, I left uh, everything to I can't remember who it was to the wife and the kids whatever um, but they somebody wasn't following through on the will and he wanted her to put them straight now, can you imagine her going to say, hey, yeah, your dad told me you're not doing what he asked in his will. So. Wow. But they would have freaked out, of course, because they would have known she mm-hmm. was right. But, you know, this is an absolutely true story. Yeah, this is, like, these are what I talk this about. This is why like, we want to have yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, and people <laughs> like yourself and, and Craig and, and, and Corey and Eric, like, all of ourselves, right. we're very interested in this. And it only helps people like yourself being a part of the show because it gives validity yeah. to the stories. Right. And, and right. you bring that science. I'm not mm-hmm. saying science. You're, 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 you're validating. You're, you're validating yourself right. and your actions and what you do. Mm-hmm. And you're not, I'm not saying you're validating what we're talking about, but. Right. No, you know, here's you know where I'm going. right? Yeah. Guys? And so right. You know, this yeah. is the thing that like, I was just thinking about this. I am not worried about how it affects me personally because this is what I'm interested in. I chose to go out here. No one put a gun to my head and said, go do this. Yeah. I'm choosing to do this. What I'm more fear of is something coming home with me and attacking someone I love. Yeah. You bring it home. That didn't ch- sign up for it. So, so right. Neve, is there a possibility of us doing this that we're going to bring it home? Bring what? Sorry, just it cut that. Just you said. She. Go is, ahead. is there a possibility of what we're doing? Is, could we bring it home <laughs> to our loved ones? Oh, or, tonight? Or, no, no. I mean, you know what? You just you you also um, 
can bless your house yourself. You know, you can just ask, cause the spirits to protect your house. You put like a white bubble, imagine your house in a white bubble or your neighborhood or your car. Like I do every day, every time I drive my car, protect me, protect everybody on the roads, protect my home. And um, you ask the good spirits. There are, okay, this is something else. Okay, There's a lady called Lorna Byrne. Uh, she uh, is uh, has a couple of books, quite a few books, three or four, maybe three or four books, and she wrote writes about angels. From the day she was an infant, she saw angels like we see each other, and everyone thought she was crazy. And they actually said to her, "Don't tell anybody you can see us." Of course. And so when she was old enough, they wrote, you know, she wrote. A they got they helped her write a book basically and in her book she describes where she says there are unemployed angels out there looking for jobs so you just ask them you ask them for help you ask them to help you and they will help you and just like if you were calling out to bad spirits they they could be listening too you know what i mean so there is a lot of positive out there of things we don't understand that we can't understand Mm -hmm. And her books are, are fascinating. Uh, the first book is called uh, uh, Angel in My Hair. I saw what it's called. Hmm. Lorna Byrne. Uh, Lorna and B-Y-R-N-E is her last name. Okay. All right, Neve. Thank you so much. We're going to fix this to where you can actually call in on the show. Yeah, for sure, man. But we are, guys, going to start wrapping this up. Thank well, you. thank you, thank you, Aaron. No, thank you, everyone Eve, else. Thank you. Eric yeah, thank you for coming there. on. It was great. Oh, this was awesome. Thank you all. Eric, do you have anything you want to say? I said love you, Neve. <laughs> it is Eric. Oh, my gosh, Eric. It's been so long. I hope you're well. See so, you soon, hopefully. guys, we're going to wrap this up and just kind of yeah. sign off. Yeah, for the sign night. off. And but... See you next week. And yeah, if you hey. want to hear this episode again, we will post it to CastBox Live. Yeah. And good luck. Thank you so much. And hey, and by the way, next week we are going to be doing conspiracy theories. Oh yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. conspiracy theories. Thought we'd bring it in. Um, we're not going to get into um, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. We're not going to get into five G. Five G. Anything like that. We're just going to do conspiracy. Yeah, we're, we're going to do, do conspiracy. Oklahoma theories. City bombing. Call alert. Yeah, we're there. Yeah, no, like the whole 5G thing, we actually want to do a whole separate yeah, show just there. about the we 5G We can do an entire show, a show on yeah. that. So. Yeah, and the COVID-19 is just hitting too close to home right now. Um, we can do a simple Kennedy stuff. Like yeah, Kennedy yeah, yeah. we can do a whole bunch of things. We just, uh, we'll all get together. We'll all talk about some conspiracy. Craig, Thanks, thank Craig. you. Yeah. Appreciate thank, you calling in. Yeah. Uh, it was a treat for us to listen to your stories. Thank you. Yeah. You gave and us some great places please, to go check out. Please, by all means, call in again and tell yeah. more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so hey, can I just add one thing? Yeah, yeah. Course, go ahead. If anyone wants to learn more about sophrology, just go on my website. It's americansophrology.com, and sophrology is spelled S-O-P-H-R-O-L-O-G-Y. Perfect, Eve. Oh, and if you want, Eve. Send me the send link. us the link and we'll put it on the page. Yeah. We're gonna invite you to the page yeah. right now and we will go from there. Yeah, yeah. No, please, we'll, we'll do that for you. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, yeah, so you guys. Oh, oh, God, yeah, John. Sorry, we're actually, <laughs> oh, you uh, just finally showed up. Oh, man. John Travolta. Nine, nine, do been, do nine, to, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Where you uh, been, we'll be on here next Thursday. 
Uh, once again, we want to thank everybody for coming on, cool. and uh, if you stuck around the whole time, we really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the show. And, and you keep following us. Yeah, yeah please yeah, keep following just us. Just keep following us around. Oh, you're going. You're hey, going. guys. Sorry, boss. Sorry, buddy. Yep. Have a good night. And oh, play the music. Yeah, John. All Stay right. spooky. Yeah. yeah. Stay oh, sorry, spooky. <laughs> Stay spooky. Bye. 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 Thank you, everybody. Good night. Good night.